Last we left our heroes. He'd plunged into the gullet of the fallen ice titan and quickly dispatched a handful of giant foes with relative ease. Hanno getting the jump on a sleeping guard and further uh, within, Valentine enchanted the minds of two others while your party slaughtered a final paralyzed giant. The forward watch of frost giants having been dispatched, you then pushed further into the heart of this island. As you crept through the tunnels of ice, your position became known to the crow and his crew, and as he called you uh, all out to step forward into this final excavated chamber, you obliged and stepped into this massive now open cavern. Several frost giants stood around a recently excavated section of ice from which this frigid blast of winter seemed to emanate from. Stood alongside this excavation, the crow rose, adorned with the Ring of Winter and the leather relics stolen from Sylvanus in the Warden of the Fae. He warned you, uh, he, he asked you to come forward, saying it would lead to your demise, and that you were too late, the ritual was already underway. And as he called you all forward into the room, you knew you were headed into a fight, but did not expect a surprise mind blast courtesy of an invisible mind flare who had spied your arrival through his own means. Thus you fell into battle. The mind blast stunned a good number of your group and unfortunately set you on your back foot early in this engagement. The Jarl himself bore down atop your group of ferocious, ferocious attacks and a few ancient Jotun tricks of his own. The mind flayer managed to keep your group stunned and off balance effectively with his consistent mind blasts. And using this, the giant Jarl and the crow um, from afar dealt heavy damage to your group, but primarily to their focus of Valentine, the obvious target. Despite many of your valiant efforts to keep Val up and keep the enemies at bay, Valentine was felled, killed on the floor of the icy chamber. However, that was not his end, nor the end for your group. Rallying, Gord utilized everything at his disposal, all the dark secrets that he'd been granted by Orcus and found along your travels, putting a massive hit against the crow before dominating the Jarl, swaying him to fight for your interests. With one big target off the field, and Valentine returned to life courtesy of Dahlia, things seemed to swing back your way, but not for long. The crow was hurt, and with the surprise turn of the Jarl, it seemed like they were time to retreat. From across the cavern, uh, the crow beckoned Varak to do the same, and they both utilized a familiar plane shift spell to flee your company. With the knowledge their job uh, here had been done, your group had been beaten, they lived to fight another day. Finally, you managed to beat down the remaining frost giants, but kept the Jarl under Gord's control for the next hour with the intent to interrogate now that the battle has ceased. And this is where we begin tonight. Despite the crow's hasty departure, the frigid bite of winter has yet to cease, and the feeling of loss begins to creep in. What do you do? Are we all, are we all alive? Are we all good? I think so. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. Um, I feel like very dizzy and I'm pretty sure I'm concussed. Maybe a couple broken ribs, but I feel okay. Uh, are we are we okay with this huge giant king who's still alive? Gordon, is your magic still working with this guy? For now. How long do we have? I think we should kill it. Well, hold on. We could talk to him. I think we should talk to him and then kill him. Um... Can I make, in feeling the cold that it hasn't like persisted and knowing that hurt us before, can I make some sort of check on that hole? <laughs> uh, <laughs> or like sure. a blue light? You get up just for the first time really to look inside of it. Um, and as you pull yourself up and creep closer to its edge, you can see that it has been 
excavated away in sections. Large, big, five, ten foot sections of ice have just been big chunks uh, made to into steps um, that lead down a couple of levels to a rough excavation around what looks like a large cube of um, this glowing blue ice. However, across this blue ice, you can see um, kind of like strapping of what looks like a metal, uh, kind of containing it. And across the metal, you see um, very heavy, ancient-looking runes uh, across it. And from within, you see this kind of perpetual light that swirls and shifts like a constant winter storm. Um, Dal or Nova, can I call them over? They can, they follow over to you and you see Nova kind of looking at the giant with his sword still drawn, but as, as Gord kind of tells it to, to stop for the time being, he is no longer fighting any, any remaining giants and just kind of stands at the ready, breathing heavily and just kind of looking at Gord awaiting his next command. Um, but Nova turns to you and Dahlia pulls herself up kind of holding on like one hand to the side of her head um, they just look to you is this do you think they got what they were looking for if it's still blue like this they both look and uh, say this is a little beyond my arcane expertise but I don't know if it's a natural expansion of cold as part of this heart of this elemental creature, or if the ritual was finished. I feel like they would not have fled so lightly if it was not already done. Dahlia and it sounds looks, like we lost. Dahlia looks over to Mary for a moment and kind of nods ever so slightly, and then to Valentine and says, perhaps you could learn more take out Lightbringer just kind of hold it up and then press it to my forehead and be like okay pal sorry we didn't get the revenge you wanted but we're still on the fight can you can you tell me if they tell me a little more about this if they got what they were looking for and I'll cast what's it called it's pretty dope <laughs> I'm sure you have it right there uh, legend lore yeah, legend. Ooh, that's an awesome spell. So you're going to legend lore the heart. Or the so room. hold on, just just to put all cards on the table. Let me read out legend lore, please. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> For the kids. I wanted to tell it my legend. Uh, it'll be very brief. Uh, <laughs> you can name or describe a person, place, or object. The spell brings to your mind a brief summary of the significant lore about the thing you named. It may consist of current tales, forgotten stories, or even secret lore that has never been widely known. If the thing you named isn't a, uh, isn't of legendary importance, you gain no information. The more information you already have about the thing, the more precise and detailed the information you receive is. Um, the information you learn is accurate, but it may be uh, couched in figurative language, and I may it may be in like a like a riddle of some kind, uh, p- potentially. But and the heart sounds great. Yeah, the heart also, sounds great. It takes ten minutes. Then I'll then I'll start that. Maybe if we don't need to be near it, maybe we can move back away into the tunnel a bit. 
Oh, well, actually, go sorry, you go. No, no, you go ahead. If I spend time doing this, do you guys want to interrogate Mr. Big over here? Um, if Gord can order him to like answer questions, because I'm going to be out for ten minutes while I do this. You can do that, Hondo. Don't attack him though. Attacking will, could break that spell. So be hey, nice. Hondo, just stay at the here. <laughs> we'll need someone to be able to understand it though. Maybe ask him if he speaks common. He's a smart man. If he doesn't, I can comprehend his language. Okay. What do we need? What do we want to know from him? I want to know where they went. I want to know if we can make some sort of deal with him because he didn't get the Ring of Winter, and that's what I heard him say. He said something. I don't know if you guys heard that, but in Giant, he said to my uncle... I'm, I'm doing this for the ring or something to that effect. So that could be what they're bartering with. And I mean, he didn't get that. So if we can try and slip that in, maybe he can help us retrieve that. And where they went, where they went, what's their plan after this? That'd be, that'd be clutch. If, if he knows if they finished what they came here for. What's his perfect Sunday? Stuff like that. You guys have um, control of him provided the uh, control remains and concentration remains for an hour um, less 45 seconds now like not uh, you have more or less a full hour um, so but the salient point of this will be Gord has to issue the commands in whatever manner he he chooses for the time being Brock until you issue another command the Jarl stands awaiting command not moving or doing anything else I command it to like answer any of our questions like as a command is that do you try that now or are you just asking me as I'm a just asking that only one way to find out you're pretty so sure this is kind of a meta question but if we have a telepathic link mm. can I just read its mind it's I more just get these answers myself uh, let me look it up but I think it's more the fact that you don't need to verbally communicate with him but not that he communicates back with you so that'd be uh, the, that's a way we can get around not speaking his language, basically. But it, you're not... Uh, let me look it up. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, say, Valentine asked him the questions, I would commi- my command would be answer his questions, and then he would have to... As far as you know, as far as you know that, that makes the most sense for under the conditions of the spell. Or am I like Charles Xavier up in there, like, yo, I don't even need to say anything out loud. I'm already in your mind. You don't need to say anything out loud. You can issue all these telepathic commands. Um, you could, in I'll, theory, just say "answer all our questions," and then I would say he, I would say he can't communicate back telepathically with you. You you understand that, but you can issue all your commands telepathically to him, which is how you get around the uh, not really needing to use an action or bonus action to issue a new command. It's just a thought, and he does what you ask. Um, so. What was that, Hondo? It doesn't cooperate. Should we be violent? Again, I I that breaks the spell. Well, if he's gonna, if he doesn't cooperate, any, what's the use of the spell? We might. Isn't, the, isn't spell. the point of spell is that he has to cooperate? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think he has a choice. <laughs> 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 Look, I picture Gorge just saying this back to Hondo. Yeah. <laughs> and I cut his tongue. That's the way it will be. So you would that immediately, is a big go, immediately go to he can't communicate anymore with us. That's your plan. Communicate or no communicate. 
All right, well, I think we got part of a plan excluding that ready. I will, uh, maybe guys we do this a little more away from this heart area here. Cause it, it does, it's like frigid biting cold. So don't want anyone to get hurt while we do this. Valentine, you did send some giants away. What are the chances of them coming back? Um, they could, but I mean, we have the giant boss. So if they do, we could just tell Big Daddy, you know, tell your boys to piss off. Or go stand watch or something. Yeah. Okay, um, before I forget, Alana, do not clean off your hammer. You cool. have Mind Flayer gunk all over it. Maybe we can try to use that to scry on him later. That's a good idea. Yeah, good idea. Okay. All right, well, Gord... There was a lot going on in that last fight, though. But what happened with the mind flare? I like I turned over and Honda was just sauntering up to it. What did What did you say to it, Honda? You know, I made an offer of peace and uh, cooperation, and uh, he basically turned me down. Okay. I don't think he's uh, very good with the ladies. Let's just say that. That doesn't shock me. All right, I'm gonna go sit and just. I'll actually like have it across like this and just concentrate on legend lore. Sure. Um, before you do, well, or part of part of it, make an Arcana check for me. Sure. Come on, new dice. Yeah. What do you so got? Natural one. New dice. It's eleven. Two ones. Uh, Arcana, so plus twelve, twenty-three. Jesus, your Arcana is plus twelve. Wow. Birds. Uh, yeah, but that's still crazy. You're not like intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, As I found in this last fight with those mind blasts, I am not an intelligent creature. Is that one that you have like expertise in? Yeah, yeah. pretty sure you chose that one. Yeah, it must be. Oh yeah, your intelligence is plus two. I've got the little circle oh, around wow. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, expertise. Kevin, reminder for next time. Kyle and I looked it up. Your your intelligence save is a plus six. Yeah. So not your modifier. Make sure you're looking at the save section because that probably would have saved your life a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're all alive. We're all alive. Everyone's alive. It's okay. Um, okay, so Valentine is focusing on legend lore with a twenty-three uh, arcana, uh, but uh, it's going to be to Gord. Do you issue the command now? Yep. You issue the command of answer our questions. Yes. Okay. So collective answering of questions. Uh, what do you guys do? You guys, you guys will say you pull out of this uh, cavernous room and back towards the room where the other giants were sleeping. Um, and they, you guys are now positioned a little further away, uh, but still in a comfortably large chamber of ice, just less uh, immediately getting hit with this uh, frigid winter. Okay. Let's try this out with something simple, I guess, right? Um, how long were you working with the two that left? Um, you watch the giant kind of look from, from Gord with his like glazed over eyes, kind of a thousand yard stare. And he kind of sets his battle axe into, uh, on his belt and holds his shield at his side with hands at his side and kind of looking down across all of you. 
and moves eyes across from Gord to Mary in this slow, almost like zombie-like movement um, and says, Only for a short while. Okay, so I'm assuming he doesn't know how to count. That's cruel. <laughs> well, that wasn't a very specific answer. Um, what's next, everyone? And he does answer in common. Oh, well, that's useful. I have a question for you, Mary, that you could ask this guy. You, I mean, you, you can ask. also just ask him. Fine. <laughs> I just don't like giants very much. Okay, I have a question for you. Do you know where your friends went? He turns his attention to um, Lavender and just simply says, no. Okay, let me rephrase the question. Do you think that your friends are still around here or do you think they are on another plane? He just continuously, this blank stare says, they are not here anymore. Oh, this guy needs specific questions. I tell you, these guys are dumb as rocks. You guys are so mean to these giants. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, dumb shit. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, you the experience with giants that I have had? All right, all right. Okay. Okay. I'm not listening. I'm, I'm focused <laughs> on a sword. <laughs> Good interrogation so far, guys. Keep it up, keep it up. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Was there a backup plan? In case we showed up and things went to shit. His eyes again continue back from Lav to Mary. uh, And he says, There was only one plan. What was the plan? A perpetual winter. The ring was to be mine and my people winter would come to Visaria we would take control we would rule giant kings okay do you know you go good cop back up (laughs) (laughs) do you know if you're friends who disappeared completed what needed to be done. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um, he says, the ritual is complete here. Is there a failsafe that you're aware of? He just kind of shakes his head. Hondo, do you have any specific questions for him? Wait, Hondo, shut up. Remember that one time when you said that you were going to get the ring and the giants were going to like rule the land, but then you didn't get the ring? Doesn't that make you angry? No, that's a stupid question. Don't answer that. Of course, that makes you angry. My question is, what does this mean that you do not have the ring anymore? Who do you trust? No one, no. You say no one? Do all of the giants not trust this someone who you used to trust? 
I know not who you mean or what you mean. Honestly, me neither. If you represent the giants, could you be easily swayed to another side? We could help you, maybe. Like that really a question? <laughs> Put it this way. <laughs> maybe <laughs> your friends they shit on you. They left you. Join us or you won't last very long. That's he what looks, I was trying to say, Hondo. <laughs> he looks over to Hondo um, and just kind of stares. No response. Uh, guys, questions. He needs questions. Once again, join questions. us or do you want to die? Now's not the time for threats. He can't exactly respond to his own volition. That was a question, so he does say, I do not wish to die. Do you wish to become part of our clan? We're looking for a new tall person. It creates levels and photos. Looks over and says, I am the young of the Frost Giants of Gondrogrim. I join not your band. Do you wish to have good friends that drink a lot, eat a lot, and will always protect you? Because that's what we are. We love to protect people with good fashion. I'm just wondering about your belt there. What's that all about? He looks at Hondo for a moment, but then immediately looks back to (laughs) Lavender and says, my belt is imbued with the power of the Jotuns before me, ancient runic magic of the giants. Um, oh, can only giants use that belt? Just wondering. Just, of course, it is Jotun magic, only used by my people, created for my people. Okay, don't get upset. I'm all all excited for your people, too. If we promise not to take your belt, will you join us? Looks down and says, no. I wouldn't want someone like that. Um, Do you know who we are? Did you know who we were before we came here? What we've done? I knew of your name, but not your faces. Now I know both. From where did you know us? You had been pointed out to me, your name known by the Revenant Vow and their leader, Egoth Venshroy. When was the last time you've contacted or been contacted by this Revenant Vow? It has been many moons since. Okay. Okay. You broke me. I'm going to take my barriers down now. I need to learn a little more. I was just wondering, do you want revenge on the Revenant Vow? They killed your son! My sons were killed by members of the Wildcards. Not by members of the Never heard of them. Never heard of those guys. I'm pretty sure it was the Revenant Vow. Nonetheless, they have already betrayed you again. 
it seems as though they killed your son and now they they left you again do you want revenge on them similar enemies make for a good crew I wish no revenge on the revenant vow boo mm. is there any other information we your kids very much <laughs> I have one question in the chat oh we know that already I'd like just to know what he thinks. Sure. Like how he- <laughs> <laughs> How is it you uh, you came here from the material plane? We walked through the caverns of ice and entered the realm of deep winter. We then crossed the ocean and arrived here on boat. Where in Vasaria specifically were these caverns located? In the northern mountains at the edge where Gondogram meets the north wind. Sorry, I'm just writing it down. This voice is working for you right now. I'm picking it. Yeah, being sick, it's like a... Give me a little extra edge. Yeah, like like in Friends when Phoebe has like a sexy voice. That's really good. A raspy voice. (laughs) Let's Um, write it a different way. What will it take for you to join? (laughs) Oh, God. Of nothing to offer me. Uh, was uh, were, were you involved with any other Fey here, or was this plan involved with any other groups of Fey here? I know no other Fey. I work only with the Duke Arthur. Okay. At this point, uh, it's, it's, it's about 10 minutes. Val, as you sit in the frigid cold at the bottom of this excavation, or near, near the excavation, close to this heart, and you look over its, its size, it is, it's massive. Too large for any, to, any of you to hold in, in your palm. It, known as, as a heart of Cryonax, it is as big as you on any dimension. It's massive. Uh, and not even fully excavated out. It's still kind of embedded in the bottom of the ice, but the majority of the exterior is kind of, kind of pulled away. And it's this kind of cubish shape, but the edges are rounded. Um, and across its, its form, as I said previously, these ancient-looking runes of arcane means uh, are etched across and they look, they look ancient. They don't look quite exactly like any runes that you are used to in, in magic. They look partially draconic in nature, but more primordial in their, in their script. Um, and their magic is of the elements, but of an elemental chaos from before time. Um, and as the spell kind of kicks in officially as you uh, are just mulling it all over in your mind, um, you hear and see somewhat in like through the, through the eyes of others. You kind of drift away from the vision directly before you and see as if you are... Um, 
looking at a roiling mass of energy in, in multiple different colors and states. And it is careening into one another, these massive bolts of energy. You see splashes of water and, and fire and lightning erupting and just this elemental chaos, this core of every every element in one conjunction. And then it detonates and erupts and scatters and you are kind of taken across a uh, a dark sky and you shatter through these different planes and in a matter of moments you see the planes of earth the planes of fire the planes of air the planes of water and within each there are subsections of uh, different elements related but in the plane of water there is a frigid section of planes of ice and expanses of ice that are uh, from from before time, before Vasaria came to be. And across its wide expanse, you see these massive, this massive, sorry, four-legged creature. Two massive heads rise up and snap at one another the size of mountains. Um, they roar and the ice beneath your feet just shatters and quakes. Um, you hear a voice say, Cryonax, the elemental titan of the plane of ice. And the voices, it seems familiar to you seems almost elvish in nature. Um, says, there is truly little known of the elemental titans. Great, grand beings of immense power and untold ferocity. They dwell in a mindset of chaos too powerful to be controlled too random to follow any sort of order realistically they were beyond anyone's comprehension or control however in the times of the crimson age these titans were pulled forth to do battle on the realm of Vesaria and beyond. Cryonax, however, was drawn into a war within the Fae and the Shadowfell, one that would split the realms from each other and from Vesaria. It dwelled within this realm of Deep Winter without a master for eons before one attempted to take control. Aurelia, queen of air and darkness, once sought the heart of this beast that you now look into. 
in an attempt to grow more powerful in her control, she unleashed the beast across the Feywild. It took many to bring it down, though its heart remained, as you know now. The Lords of Light and Ladies of Light did battle with it, and ultimately, the Isle of Crownex Falls was formed from its fallen form. Little is known of its full extent in power. A shred of its its form may be utilized in grand elemental magics, but the heart is the core. The heart is the untapped resource of elemental chaotic energies. Within its heart lies the true power of the elemental chaos of ice. Its utilization, even to touch it with an unprepared hand, would instantly turn one to ice. However, some arcane practitioners understand that its utilization and power can be used for their means. And thus, the Ring of Winter was crafted in an attempt to control it. Crafted by powerful mages in the depths of the Crimson Age, a time of vast bloodshed and malice, a group of wizards utilized this ring in an attempt to control the heart. However, the ring was taken and hidden away and lost to time. It is said that frost giants have long believed that the ring and the heart could be used to freeze entire worlds. Genies in the service of a Kalashite Pasha once claimed that the ring could be used to summon and control white dragons, while others of a more arcane persuasion believed the ring and the heart could revive the primordial cryonax, though none have ever attempted to put the two together. The damage would be unknown and untold. And the spell ends. Huh. I'll relay that to the rest of the party. You head back down the passage towards uh, the sleeping chambers where they are currently interrogating the Jarl. I'll say an elven thank you as I walk and like grip a theorist a little tight. There's a response of, of warmth. We got anything good from this guy? Well, the um, ritual's done. He hasn't been working with them long, and it doesn't seem like they're working with any other fae. Seems to be a pretty independent thing. This guy seemed pretty evil. Well, Honda tried to ask him about five times to get him to join us, and he said no every time. He also knows that we killed his kids, so... Yeah. To be honest, too, I don't know if Hondo asked me to join us. I don't know if he was the one who should have done that. We should have had Brawly ask him. She's so cute. Did she ask you? 
Okay. Um, well, <laughs> we got to do something to set us up for the future with this cat. And I'm not sure if this man should keep the crown. Just doesn't seem like a guy I'd want creeping around corners. I have an idea. Me too. But let's hear yours first. What if we promise him the hand of Lavender if he goes with us? Okay. Okay. Lavender. The hand. What would he do with my hand? That's not what I think he meant. (laughs) Oh, the hand. You're so stupid. I'm not sure you still know what he means. I thought that you were going to cut off my hand. I think, okay. honestly, the only thing that would persuade him is give him his revenge for losing his children, but that would be against a couple members on We reanimate his children. Oh, that would be mean. Hey, Gord, can you ask him to take off his belt and to drop his axe? Sure. Take off his belt. Uh, he Ooh. he begins the process of unbuckling this massive belt and uh, the axe is attached to it. Tight. How big are these? Could they fit in a bag of holding? Could we no. drag them? No. no. We couldn't even drag them? I mean, you can drag it. They're I guess. giant things. They are massive and incredibly heavy. This guy is almost 20 feet tall. Like, I was thinking we maybe ask this we just like throw these fucking things in the water over here in the ocean and you can go swim for them later. You can certainly try. It's going to take a significant amount of time to haul it back up the ice and mm. like out towards the water. How's everyone looking by the way? Health wise. You mean like, does he look like he even took damage? Well, I was, I was talking more about us, but yeah, I guess. Oh, how are we doing? Mm-hmm. I look great. Do you? How, what, like five? I actually, I actually have 32 health because Dal healed me. Oh, 46. You have more than I have. Yeah. Um, like I was, can throw some heals down if you guys need some. She still has some. Gord doesn't have healing spirit anymore, right? He lost that. Yeah. Uh, she's got two more abilities to heal somebody. Who looks the lowest? Mary? What's Gord or Hondo at? Hondo, what are you at health-wise? I'm pretty much perfect. Gordon? Pretty much perfect? What's your fucking health? Mm. I'm a right. right. <laughs> Yep. Temporary yeah. hit Okay. G- Gord's? She'll put, a, she'll put a third on the Gord. I have a dumb question. Sure. So, you know how I have that shrinking potion? I thought about this too. <gasps> Can we not force feed it to him? And then everything, including himself and on his person, would shrink too, and then we could deal with him and the belt. Wow. Wow. I also thought we could uh, have him uh, munch down on the potion of exploding, the like explosive vial. Could just tell him to chew it. Uh, To be honest, I'd rather not waste that. I feel like we could just deal with it from afar. How, how hurt does he look, Kyle? Uh, I mean, he took some damage. He, he definitely took a lot of damage, but like... I hit him a lot, but I don't know. I think I was the only one doing it, so I don't know how much. He's still, he's still okay. He doesn't look like he's on death's door, but I mean, you have him basically fully under your control. 
So, to eliminate him would not be so difficult? One thing I do know, uh, many of you do not know, that I am an expert in the anatomy of the brain. And if you want, I could make it so that he would never feel anger again. And how would, just so I'm clear, how would you do that? You just have to prick the right part of the brain with a knife and do it. How did you learn this? I have studied many things you do not know about. Who did you practice on? I have practiced on many and uh, it has always worked. Sounds like you've been practicing on yourself. Well, that's good. Um, good one, but uh, don't underestimate my brain surgeon. Skill. Well, perhaps we, in tandem to you doing brain surgery, we all at the same time fire a very strong attack against this guy in the hopes to eliminate him. If we feel like we're done with him, let's just remove him. We have enough enemies in our past. Why don't we just dimension him, dimension door him to somewhere else? I think he's going to fit through my dimension door. Yeah. I like the shrinking idea. I think that's the best idea. Well, the problem is we only have... How long does that potion last? The potion probably, it's probably lasts... It's just um, kind of like, I don't know how much... It's just 1d4 hours. And then we just put him in our bag of holding. He'll die in there if anything. Yeah, but then he'll get big after however many hours. And, and rupture. He <laughs> might die in there before he gets out. No, no, so but he, dies, he will he still... Big. Turn back big and explode the bag. <laughs> you don't want to know what fucking shit is in this bag. I don't ever want to empty it. <laughs> um, you also don't it, want it to explode. You don't for want other it to reasons. <laughs> yeah, the, that's um, a bad game. Yeah, it, it makes it tears a hole in reality. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Uh, I like the shrinking potion idea, but admittedly, I think we should probably keep that in mind in case we come up against something like this again, where we could potentially use... Here, this is... Here's a question for him. I'll turn to him again. If you... If you were under your own control again, if you could do with what you wish right now, what would you do? Good question. If my forces destroyed and the ring not in sight, I would return to my tribe at home. He just said he wants to turn, after you told me this, obviously I wasn't there. Yes, yes, yes. He just said he wants to turn Vissaria, the entire continent, into an ice world to rule over with him and his giant things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not, I hate the cold. I hate being here. It's too chilly. My teeth chatter. It's not a world I want to live in. So he shouldn't live in this world. We shrink him. We could throw him in the ice or we could drown him. It would be very easy. We don't have to use our attacks. Why don't, why are we wasting I, a very like cool I, potion on this yeah. Admittedly, it is, it is it's very cool. I would just love to save this very cool potion for something when we don't have any alternatives or when it's yes. going to be super clutch for us. Um, but it's not a good idea. I like your idea. Hon. You guys have pushed into about the... F- 40 minutes? Say 58. 58, yeah. so we can wrap this up. 58 minutes. <laughs> We're not going to kill him with our attacks. Let's be real. we got to be creative. Hondo, you're a sneak attack artist. Gord tells the man to lie down with his eyes closed and throat exposed, <laughs> and then we just go pew-pew on him. It would be easier to eliminate this guy while we still got his control. 100%. So let's figure this shit out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Running out of time, guys. Let's tell him to lie down. 
closes, Baby go night night. Close his eyes. Morally, I don't like this. But then I, I think really... about how many people he's murdered and how many people were saving, and I'm into it again. Yeah, this is gonna fuck me up for a while, but... Okay, let's do this! Let's do it! Gord, could you tell this man to lie down with his eyes closed? Nova puts a hand out and turns to Gord and says, At least ask him to kneel. This is undignified. I'm with Nova. God, why are you guys so besties over here? Sure, I'll tell him to kneel. Immediately. The giant gets down on his knees, and though he's still a huge creature, um, even on his knees and with like a fully like head down, exposed look, still as large, if not larger, than most of you, um, but fully under your control. We take Nova, no pleasure. Nova draws his sword. We take no pleasure in doing this. We tried to give you every alternative. My friend offered you a spot on the team several, several times. So. Good luck to you. Enjoy seeing your sons again. Hope we never see you again. Nova looks around and draws the sword up and just waits for everyone else to do the same. Everyone, let's murder this man in cold blood, but no big spells that are going to hurt me because I'm still a little woozy. Yeah, cool. My swords, including the one that kills his kid. I'm going to prep Eldritch Blast. With all of your abilities, it's not. It's Describe not worth it. Rolling. Describe it in vivid detail. <laughs> you guys, cut down this giant frost giant Jarl. It is horrifying. It yeah. is undignified, <laughs> and the gods turn away from you for a short moment. Sure, sure, sure. This is just terrible. Yeah. What you We did it quickly. We give him a dignified burial in the sea. We throw him in the water. I don't want to drag his corpse out there. I'll, I will do it. And I'm <laughs> sure... Uh, uh, Nova, your best Nova fucking friend. Well, I would have agreed to put him in the ocean would have been best. I think it is a, a waste of our strength to try and drag this creature. What's done is done. He may lie within the fallen ice titan forevermore. Can I inspect his body? Sure. Make an investigation check. I actually was going to say, too, I want to go back and just quickly do a, a perimeter of that room we were in. Sure. And just yeah. see if anything was left behind. Make an investigation check there, too. 19! Uh, you quickly go over the giant, and you find nothing um, nothing of real interest to you. There is his, his belt that you see is inscribed with this Jotun rune. Um, you see uh, on his shield as well and his axe um, similar runes but different uh, style of rune similar style, different rune um, but they're all giant sized uh, and would be uh, far too large for any of you to, to wield um, but he doesn't seem to carry anything else um, on his person are there any markings on him? on him himself? like he does have some tattoos that you see um are similarly styled, um, kind of like tribal in nature. These these harsh hash marks uh, that look like these Jotun runes, these ancient giant runes. Um, but he doesn't bear any symbols or sigils of uh, anything that you would recognize beyond giantish. Nothing that I would want to like put in my journal. Uh, I mean, some of these runes are are kind of uh, weirdly beautiful in in their style. Um, 
though you're not entirely sure what they mean. They are very simple, but very nice. Um, there are three distinct ones on the shield. Uh, wore uh, the battle axe and his belt, but that's about it. I kind of like go over and start inscribing it, but almost like snuggle into him to like <laughs> warm up next to his body. He, he is not warm. He is. He, oh, he's cold. a frost giant. So <laughs> never mind. Never mind. He is incredibly cold, and like some of his blood gets on you, and it's cold. Yeah. It's a bad. It's a bad time. But you are able hey. to write down some stuff. Um, Mary, would you roll? Twenty-five. Nice. Uh, you do a quick perimeter of the room and stepping over the fallen frost giants there um, and just quickly taking in the room. You do see a secondary passage um, back out towards where the crow was hiding on the opposite side of the room. Um, but you don't see any indication of where that goes. Just a, you see a secondary passage. Um, and you do see the... Um, the heart itself, as uh, as Valentine had uh, described, and, and you saw it there when you were fighting in the room before, um, and its energy do not does not stop pulsing. It's still continually pulsing, uh, and it does feel incredibly freezing in here. Um, but you find nothing of note beyond uh, giant-sized weaponry and patchwork leather armor, hides, um, some like pieces of frozen animals. Was Mary exploring the other tunnel too that Hondo didn't go down? Have we checked that out? No, Mary just went down into the, the main chamber to investigate. Maybe we should start making our way out of here, but we should check out the rest of this place, see if we can find any other clues. We don't have a lot of time. We, they did, they went away quickly, so let's just, whatever we're going to do, do it fast. Okay. We don't even know what our next step is here. So let's quickly check out the rest of it. So you're going to check. So the only other tunnel, there was a tunnel from, from the sleeping chamber on your way towards the main excavation chamber. There was a secondary tunnel that went up. Um, there's a passage up there that Hondo kind of hid in. And then back in the main hall, the, the main hall continued down and away down to the left. That's the one I think I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. So not the up and left, the down left. Yeah, we can check out both. But yeah, let's do the up and left first. Or sorry, the down one. Okay. Uh, make a perception check as you make your way back past there. Mm, I'm rolling a lot of 11s tonight. New dice. Um, 24. Uh, you see there is no light coming from down this path, um, though you have dark vision. Uh, you can see it does curve down in a way, and you get about... 20, 25 feet down just to see if where it goes. It seems to continue spiraling down and you watch the ice of the ground become incredibly slick. You can see that it is um, either weirdly wet here somehow and you do see some kind of, not melting, but like some constant dripping from uh, potentially the ocean outside kind of seeping through and it's made this section very slick to go further but you don't okay. see anything as of yet. Okay. Um, yeah, Fern's dead, so I can't even fly to dodge this. Um, what do you guys think? Should we keep exploring down here, see where this goes? Admittedly, I think we came and found all we were going to find here, but that's just... What if he had, like, an office where he kept records inside this giant elemental chaos monster? 
I don't know that they were here long enough for it. The giant said they were been here a very short time. Why don't we keep exploring? Let's just see. I mean, we don't really have anything else. Aside from, like, trying to escape this place, but... I mean, I barely fought. I think Hondo barely fought. I could still take on a giant. Famous last words. I'm going to, um... Turn to Valentine and be like, this guy is so much pride. And then I do a healing word at a second level. Cure wounds? Oh, yeah, cure wounds at a second level. Okay. Because he's saying he could fight you. Um, Dahlia and Nova kind of step forward a little bit and just say, Valentine, we follow your lead, of course. And though we did take a, a harsh beating there just now. We still follow your lead, but if this ritual has been complete, we need to find a way to stop it. We, I don't see our advantage in, in poking around here unless you believe there is some way to stop this ritual from within. I totally understand. Um... Yeah, I was hoping there'd be some sort of clues here that we could discover that would lead us to stopping this. Um, I'm a bit at a loss. I think perhaps we could go back to... to Tanya. But I mean, I don't know what to do next to stop this, if it means trying to figure out where they've gone to and then hurting them. I feel like they're the only ones who may have answers. I mean... I've had Alana save some grime in case we wanted to scry on them, but I admittedly don't know if that's going to work if we're not on the same plane. I also already scryed today when we woke up, pretty sure. It'd have to be tomorrow. Fuck. Well, maybe we should probably check on Titania in general. Isn't this whole point of this ritual is to hurt her further? Is she even okay anymore? It's fair. Uh, do you guys have spells to get us back there, or do we have to do this on foot? We have nothing to travel. That was one of the conditions of us heading here. Was It would be getting back on foot and then to a tree. I can still make us... I can, once we get to a tree, I can get us back to San Elise. Okay, that's good. That's good. We can do the same plan we did before, which is... I think we still have the spells to do some polymorph. We can still go on the carpet and we can fly back to the nearest tree and jump. So if we don't feel like there's anything else left in here, let's do that. Let's go out the way we came. Let's be careful on the icy path. So and then the uh, potentially two ice giants you sent out. Yep. So Hondo, if you, mm, that didn't go so well last time. I'll go scout up ahead, see if I can find them, but let's just all start making our way out of here. Okay. Uh, easily enough, you guys make your way back up the passage and utilizing the rope up the first kind of slope, um, make your way back out to the mouth of Cryonics and are once again on the exterior of the mountain. Um, you do see the faint kind of um, shadows of the two frost giants out back the way where the, the boats were from this height you can make up that they're still there um, but there's just the two of them there um, they could easily be avoided by just not going back that path and just heading off at any point now to fly as you were planning to do um, you wouldn't have to encounter them again 
Yeah, let's do that. Let's just like work our way south from here towards the water. Whatever will get us closest to the trees. Uh, easy enough. Following the same same path. How are you guys traversing uh, this guy's? Can take out the carpet so that I can seat four of us. Shoddy. Laugh, shoddies. Um, Lav, we might need a polymorph. Um, I can polymorph Dal back into the cool owl. So that'll take care of Dal and Nova. Dal and Nova is two, four on the carpet is six, and then we still need one more, right? Yeah, if you polymorph one, if you polymorph twice, then you can get everybody with the carpet and two polymorphs. Super easy. Well, but we'll have to do that. Yeah, we'll have to have each polymorph twice because you don't have fern. Yep. Just want to see if you can upcast polymorph. No, not like that. Uh, and you'll have to do it again as you guys basically make the same trek to that island and then from the island back to the mainland. Yeah, oh, that's no problem. Thank you guys have you guys have those spells? I only have one. Okay. Actually, um, <laughs> I have I have. Um, you have a fifth. We can upcast I have two fifth level slots and one fourth level and polymorphs four. That's enough. I have two polymorphs. I have two fourths left, so we could do it then. Yeah, uh, Amanda, you can you can upcast even if there's no uh, benefit to it. Like if you just if you only have a fifth, but it's a fourth level, you can still do that. Okay. So we can do it. We I guess I could twin spell it, right? You don't have sorcery points left mm. uh, based on how I was fighting with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scott blew them all. You. <laughs> you too. I don't know if that's enough for a twin spell. You can send... You can transfer. You can use spell slots to gain spell points back. Oh, oh yeah. I think uh, we don't need it though. Yeah. Regardless, you, uh, you'll you have to do it twice anyways. Both yeah, of you will have to do it twice. Because you yeah. both individually have to focus on them and you can't have... Yeah, so. Okay, well, I guess I'll use that fourth and then that fifth eventually. Could you all polymorph her and then would concentration stay up if she polymorphs me? Why would you? Oh, your, con- your concentration, you mean? Yeah. Yep. You just polymorph yourself and I'll polymorph her? Yeah, that's probably the smartest <laughs> thing to do. So <laughs> <laughs> weird. Uh, yep. Okay, that's so what we should do. I just yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what do you polymorph into? What do you make what kind of owl do you make her into? Like a pink owl, or what do you want? To I do? make her into like a beautiful snowy owl with the tips of the of the um, feathers, a really really vibrant lavender. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately, she she swoops up into the air and scoops up Nova, and then just kind of awaits. I'll polymorph myself into like a badass, great horned owl face but like snowy owl body. Cool. Uh, and who are you scooping up? Um, I'll like waddle over to Brawly and poke her head. Aw. Little booty. <laughs> and then I'll put you up. She's like... <laughs> Easy enough. Uh, so Lev, Hondo, Gord, Mary on the carpet. Who's piloting the carpet? Hondo puts his hand up. I am clearly the best driver, Hondo. You keep on messing up, remember, when I was doing such a good job? Quick roll off. Quick roll off. Okay. Uh, I don't know what you're rolling, but let's just roll a d20. Whoever rolls higher gets a pilot. Come on, baby. Come on. What you got? What you got? That's the most important roll of it. That's low. That's an eight. Oh! Oh, Seven. No. Oh, how tragic. 
Hondo wins out and gets to pilot the the carpet. I just picture you both rushing for it. It's just a foot race at that point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Buckle up. With relevant and not needing to await a swimming Hondo this time. Uh, I just guys- pull out my sketchbook begrudgingly, and I'm like, mm. I start drawing Hondo as like a menace. <laughs> Normal. Yeah. Normal. Uh, you guys set off at a relatively quick pace, as fast as the carpet can move, but the two owls can move much faster. Um, but you guys make it to the kind of intermediary island between uh, Cryonax Falls and the edge of Everbloom, um, and you feel both of your spells beginning to kind of fade. Um, as you just reach the edge of this island. But you make it with plenty of time, and the carpet, within a couple of minutes, catches up as its speed is a little bit slower. But you find no uh, nothing impedes your travel. You do see the two giants uh, just before you take off, uh, but they are just kind of, they don't see you at all, and they're just kind of doing their own thing, and you see two giants are just going to be perpetually trapped on this fucking island. You leave them behind and continue on as you land on this new island and are need to recast. Um, I assume you guys do that. Can I just recast uh, Find Greater Seed and get Fern back? Uh, Doesn't that take like an hour? It takes 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. 10 minutes uh, as you guys all land and await. 10 minutes pass and Fern uh, kind of pops up out of the snow, just like oh. shaking free snow okay. uh, and tunnels his way up and nuzzles into you uh, and shakes off the snow. Um, nods and then drops low so you can mount him. Um, and Allie, are you staying with Valentine then on Fern? Yeah, I can do that. Fern can easily hold the two of you. So, uh, With that then, no concentration needed on your side, um, but you set off once more, recasting uh, Lavender, recasting Polymorph, uh, and you guys continue on the second leg, and uh, with plenty of time, land at the much warmer and prettier shores of Everbloom, uh, and the cherry blossoms kind of continuously blow in the breeze, and immediately as Dahlia in her owl form lands and drops Nova off looking to Lavender to kind of drop the spell whenever she arrives. Like, mm. <laughs> I don't drop it. She does, waits. Uh, An hour uh, does come up pretty quick anyways. Uh, with a, that's like an interesting point when you're describing the place. Does, does it seem more wintry? Like, I was going to ask if there's like more icebergs on our way than we noticed last time, or if it seems that the ice yeah. is spreading. Or uh, What you notice, let's get everyone to make nature checks. Nature. During this, I grab a cherry blossom that's floating through the wind, and I put it in my journal, and I press it. Cool. What's with this Ooh, dice? 20. It's an 11 again. Ooh. Not a nat 20, but 20. Oh. What a shit weighted dice. I mean, I guess it'll never be great. It's just, it'll always be meh. It was never 11 on any of those rolls. It's just been weird. <laughs> 17? Okay, good. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Weird dice. You gotta shake it. Like, I got 15 for nature. Okay, Lav got 20. Cav, uh, what was your total? Me too. Allie? 19. Mary? Wow. 11. Gord? 26. The fuck? Did you get a natural 20? He's been connected to the trees before. You got a nat 20? Yeah. Sick. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, Gord. Um, Scar, Scar, what'd you roll? 15. Yeah, so pretty much everyone but Mary, actually, weirdly enough. Um, uh, I was going to wanted to know. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> she's, um, she's concentrating on not barfing on the back of the carpet. As yeah. Tries to prove that he's a better driver. You guys notice, as you guys continually fly, uh, it was cold the whole time, this travel across the ocean. And you land on the shores of Everbloom, and it is immediately warmer. You feel immediately that this is uh, more spring-like temperatures. However, uh, as you land, you see along the shoreline um, a faint kind of line of very thin ice. Uh, like freshly frozen ice. And you can see more is kind of sweeping in across the water. And just at the very edge... I'm going to cough. Hang on. Guys, at the very edge of the shore, do you notice... I believe it. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet. Oh, Dow, welcome back. You looked good as an owl. Do you notice on the shore... I do actually. There's this <laughs> odd, um, odd hoarfrost that has gathered across the grass edge here. Yeah, that shouldn't be here. I'm gonna cough again. <laughs> it's doing the it's doing the voices. Just brings it up. Mm-hmm. The soft voices. The soft voices. Earlier, I just like so... inhaled coffee down the wrong pipe. That's when I like died while you were talking, Leah. Oh God, it's crazy. Oh man, this watching is... Kyle struggle here is brilliant. He's <laughs> <laughs> just going through it. Oh my God, that sucked. <clears throat> You need a what happens? To get a or what something? happens when the DM gets laryngitis? Is what I want to know. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop a lozenge. So none of this frost is supposed to be here. It's a whore's frost, lavender. Did you not hear, Dal? I did. This, this is a realm of of spring and sunshine. It should not be here. I would say this is the first signs that this winter is beginning to spread. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it means we have a little bit of time. Should probably get our ass back to Simulis. I think that wise. Let's do it. Follow me. And she makes her way towards the nearest tree, traces her staff along its bark, and uh, passes through. I'm going to take a break because I'm going to cough again. Do it. I got to go pee. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So the uh picking back up dahlia runs her staff along the edge of the bark of this cherry blossom tree the portal opens and through it you see the sunlight of a golden hour in senelise and you see it kind of silhouetted um a you see titania like stop and freeze in motion seemingly from pacing as she holds pace and you guys pass through a familiar sensation of passing through this tree. Uh, On the other side, immediately warm air and the golden hour washes across you, and it is immediately refreshing. Though you do also feel a a faint chill in the air ever so briefly as Titania looks over you all and then lays her eyes on Valentine and says... I can feel the ritual. It hasn't. You did not end it. When we got there, he said it was too late. 
we tried to defeat him and we got close, but he got away. This doesn't mean it's over, but he got away. I understand. You did all you could. Doesn't mean we're done doing what we can. You have a plan? We know a couple things. When we went to the Baba Yaga, she told us that there's a third, that the Dupkatha has a brother. He had two brothers, my father, him, and then this other brother who we haven't met yet. And they're on the third plane of hell along with their mother, who I don't know if you've heard of, but her name's Malgborg. Can I see if she knows that name or does she say she knows that? You said it wrong, so. Malgborg? (laughs) Fucking notes. The Hag Countess? Um, Sixth layer of hell. Damn your notes, Scott. Get your shit together. (laughs) She she looks quizzically for a moment and says- I check my literal notes. Malborg is the sixth layer of the nine hells, but the head countess Malagard holds sway over their dominion, yes. Well, that's my grandma. I see. So, it feels you think like... You would run to them? I'd rather know for sure. I don't know. We know we can't check in on the Dukatha, because well, we figured that out the hard way, but we might be able to try. Alana has a bit of gunk from where she hit uh, the Mind Flare pretty hard, but I don't know if tomorrow your crystal ball will even work for that. It doesn't Safe. work if they're not on the same plane is my understanding. Fuck. They most certainly else? are not here. I mean, we, what? We, we've tracked him through blood before, right? Can we can we do that with this shit? If you still have the bloodstone, we could track Varak through that. However, through the plains, I'm not sure it would work there either. Its magic is somewhat foreign to me, Jotun in nature. However, all is not quite lost, for in the cases of such drastic situations, drastic measures may be turned to. I have a solution, though I know not if you will like it, nor if I do particularly like it myself. Utilizing, you say you have blood of the enemy. Mm -hmm. Utilizing this blood, I can use a vast portion of my power to send you to it. Now, I could send you uh, across any plane directly to wherever this source of this blood is. But the trickier part is traversing the plains from the Feywild. You have to not only tamper with planar travel, but with the flow of time as there is a shroud across the Feywild, and to bend and break its control requires a great deal of power. With this perpetual winter underway, 
I'm not at full strength, and my strength that I do have will wane day by day as its winter will grow. But they must be stopped. We must retrieve the ring. So potentially what you're saying is if we if we had some way of bamping ourselves to a specific area, there's no promising we could rig there days, months, years later. If you were to go by the powers of granted Valentine or any planar traversing magics you bear, there is a chance that the number of hours you've spent here will turn to minutes or days or years. As I say, I am one of a few beings who can bend this time, but it does take a grand deal of power. I could, in theory, send you mere moments after your foes have fled. Which means they could still be hurt. Precisely. Ooh, shit. Can I ask you a question? Sorry, Mary, you go. I was just asked if we need, should we, would you need to do this now or? That was my question. We're not in great shape either. The longer you stay, the, the further the time from their arrival outside of this plane and your arrival subsequently. But should you take a, a rest or prepare yourselves better? It could still only be a few more minutes. Though a rest may grant them some modicum of rest, should you wait. What if, what if we took a short rest? That means Gord gets some spells back. We could take some healing dice, for lack of roleplay. Uh, we heal up a bit. I mean, I still have some spells. I burned my high ones, but like I can still heal people if they go down. And then we finish these fuckers once and for all. I still have plane shift on my sword, so wherever we go, if we win this, I can still get us back here or back to the material plane. It's a good play. Admittedly, we if I'd rather not have us go back. If we can go back at full strength, and it might cost them a, a short reprieve, shouldn't we go back at full strength? That's still going to be way better than whatever the fuck they get. I... Yeah, I do worry. Will Titania be able to to do it? Like, if her power wanes every day, if we take a day here to rest, I don't really want to fuck with that chance. This is my fear as well. Not only will your foes grow further and further from wherever it is they arrived, but I am I can already feel the bite of winter sapping some of my energies. Galafair is all but gone. I fear that with each passing hour, the storm grows in the north. Within a short week, perhaps two, it will reach Senelise. If it were to reach here, my power will be gone. Guys, I have firsts, seconds, thirds. Who needs anything above that? Cantrip, cantrip, cantrip. Pew, pew, pew. Vicious mockery, vicious mockery. Um, what if we take a short rest and we go? Let's finish this. 
I had a couple naps in that last fight. I'm ready to go. Short rest would be useful, yes. I swallowed a hair. Doesn't mean I'm not ready. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I'm admittedly... I'm shedding a lot lately. <laughs> a short... Uh, taking a short break will... I'll be able to get everything I need back. It's more the spellcasters. Raleigh, so do you still guys. have rage? Oh, yeah. I have a ton of rage. <laughs> Both physically and emotionally. Um, but no, I'm, I'm good on everything else. Like, even health, I'm only down 50 points. I'm still above 100. So, like... Uh, if we do a short like rest, that's health. enough for me. Guys, let's fucking do it. I, I may need some help. I don't know if I can get it all back on short, but I can I can at least be a little a little better. As I said, there is a cost. And I know you are very gung-ho and you wish to charge forth and I w- wish not to hold you back. I need you to do this. There is a cost. What's that cost? To do this, I must draw on all the strength of the Feywild and all the magics that I have, all the strength that imbues you and Nova and Dahlia, mm. Eldwin, for the ability to control this time and to send you back mere moments beyond when the crow fled. I will have to draw in all the light of the Feywild from all of you. I will leave you with but an hour of power to finish this deed. But cool. past that hour, the Feywild, my light, will be dormant to you for a time. Fine. If anyone knows me, they know I only need a few minutes to work my magic, so I'm ready. No laughs, guys. That was a sexual innuendo. Come on now. <laughs> I did my mic was off. We're all just so focused. <laughs> it's my best stuff. Um, that sounds okay with me. This is the end game. This is it. We don't have any other play here. Okay. Then rest. Yeah. When you arrive, wherever you arrive, you should be as close as I can reach you through whatever plane of magics and wherever they may have arrived. They may be relatively close, but I, this kind of magic is, is not exact. So prepare yourselves. But I think the main key is the ring. The ring and this heart are somehow connected. The trouble is, he will not be able to return. Is it possible to destroy this thing? Did you say you'll not be able to return? When I say the farewell will be dormant to you for a time, it will be closed to you and your friends for a time. My light that imbues you will be gone. After the hour, right? After the hour. You have one hour. So I, so even if we go there, we fight this guy before the hour's up, we couldn't plane shift back to the Feywild? If you can return within an hour, that's the time you have. <clears throat> Condo space. 
I don't think so. Yeah, guys. Guys, that fight we just did probably lasted five minutes. Yeah, and we got destroyed. Yeah, and then we... Well, we destroyed half of them. We, you fucking tried to French kiss a mind flare. Now you can go finish him. In whatever way you want to interpret have, that. We may have a place on the material plane to store this thing until we can destroy it. We won't be able to go there. Well, I guess I could in theory go there right away, but... Immediately you see Titania's face like drop. She's like, for the time before you could return it to me, I don't know I would be here when you would be able to. This magic will move fast. So we need to need you. I will need it or you with it back here. So I have this thing with Aetherius and getting to know him more, my sword, where once a day I can cast, summon him to cast out like a burst of light that can blind people. So what if we just try and do this like a SWAT mission? Titania gets us there. All of you have your eyes closed. As soon as we show up, I pop that thing. Hope This is what we should have done the last fight. Hopefully it blinds them. Then we fight. We try and do this as quick as we can, take him down, steal the ring. I'd rather steal the ring over take him down. Admittedly, I want both. But then we all link hands. We plane shift back to Titania and we're right as rain. Smash and grab. Can't go wrong. You're able to destroy this thing then. Me? Not you, Titania. Mm. She says, truthfully, I think I have a better shot of it than than you would. No, yeah, we're, we're, we're useless to that shit. I agree completely. Um, the question then is how close we end up getting to where we need to go and whether or not an hour is going to eat up that time to travel this is, there. This is why I say it is not precise. It may work out that you are standing side by side. You may have to travel some miles. I truthfully don't know. And the only way to stop this shit is to destroy this ring, we think. Or do we know? I think it's a good start. Okay. I mean, we have no other play. This is the play. No, I still agree we need to go there and we need to beat the shit out of this thing. I'm just trying to figure out what happens if it takes more than an hour and now we cannot reach her and we cannot go back to the Feywild. Then we hide in whatever hellscape chaos plane we end up in and we hide for a day until we can get back. How long will the Feywild be closed for lack of a better term? Truthfully, I do not know if the... If the ritual of perpetual winter is not stopped and my magic wanes day by day, it may never reopen. If you are able to succeed and within the hour return and this ritual be stopped by destruction of the ring or other otherwise, your connection will still be weakened perhaps only for perhaps until the next full moon okay smash and grab then smash and grab alright let's fucking I need to wrap myself up bleeding through my armor again let's 
Let's hurry up Sit and rest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys begin to take a short rest. So mark off uh, a short rest on your character sheets. Oh boy. Roll your appropriate hit dice. Where do I find these again? <clears throat> Regain whatever abilities you get on. Click, click short rest. Dot. And I'd already used some on my last fight. So I'm already down three, but I'm okay. I can do I'm this. down four. I don't know if I can get back up to full, but we'll try. I got you. I have plenty of, like, I have first, seconds, and thirds all left, so it's okay. Cool. I'm full, and I got four hit dice left. Nice. I was very lucky with some high rolls. So was I. I rolled one, one, and literally nothing lower than a six after that. I got, I think, three sevens in here. I was so jacked up. I got so (laughs) many eights. I mean, mind you, I have a D10 and a D6, and a D8, but... Yeah. Like how the hell did I roll that many eights? Like three, six, seven, seven. Yes. I'm not full, but I'm close. Uh, yeah, why, don't I just get you, why don't I just get you full? Like, what are you at? 117 out of 126. Like, it's only eight down. That's not terrible. Do you have any hit dice left? No, I used everything. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll pour one into you. I'm going to give you a uh, level one. Be fine, yeah. yeah, level one cure wounds. Okay. Let me just roll it. Uh... Also, don't Ooh. forget, it's not just the ring we need, it's the armor, too. Yeah, good call. Six plus five is 11. Hey, there you go, yeah, I'm full. Perfect. Thank I need you. a packed slot for that. Oops. There we go. Yeah, we can't leave without that armor. <laughs> you mean the reason we came here? The whole <laughs> reason we came here in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honda, what are you at, my, my baby boy? I am at uh, 73. Out of what? Did you use all your hit dice? Out of 99. Did you use all your hit dice? I, I left a couple for, you know, save. Don't no, leave no, a couple. Go them. up. This is your only chance. But how do I know, you know? Hang on to them. Hang on to them. You when know, else uh, would you use them? You never know. You will be like dead. <laughs> you won't have a chance to use them because you'll be dead. I, uh, I guess, fine. Honestly. No, but like legitimately, unless you're in a dungeon where you know every like few hours you're gonna have to take a short rest, like my sweet boy, go up, go up to full. Just don't die in wherever we end up, whether don't it's die. a pocket dimension or hell <laughs> or somewhere real bad. Gord, are you full? Do you need help, or what are you at? But. 55 of 87, but I have 15 temporary hit points. Did you roll any hit dice there? Yeah, I rolled like six. Oh my God, you're still that low? Were you were you adding your con? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> did you use all your hit dice? I did. Fuck me. Okay, I'm going to pour some health into you because you- maybe, maybe Dahlia has health. <laughs> did you heal when Dahlia healed you earlier? Did I not tell you? I think I did. I was going to ask that. I think I, I think you said he heals you, but then you didn't say how much. Yeah, I don't know if you said what it was. You're probably right. I probably got distracted or coughed or died or something. <laughs> uh, I rolled 21, so I add 21 to that. Oh. Okay, that's good. That's good. But was this up? I probably already did it. That was just for, for Gordo. Oh. That was just for Gordo, not for I you. 76 of 87. <clears throat> Dahlia still does have one other. She could she could tap someone. I mean, you keep it, it Dal. I'll use, just in case someone needs it later. Well... Um, as I was going to get back to uh, role playing once everyone's back to the to the table. Yeah. 
um, oh, as, no. as your rest comes to an end, uh, or, or near, near about, you see Dahlia, Nova, and Titania having uh, a quiet discussion um, as your group kind of focuses on healing themselves and, and patching themselves up. And you see both of them bow their heads, nod, and make their way to your group. And they both say, We've come to the decision that we will be remaining here to protect Titania. We understand you may be in most need, but and take no offense. Should you fail, she will need utmost protection. They... And there's too much at stake with her at a lower level of power. We're donating as much power as we can to to your cause, to this moment. But we cannot go along with you. No, I think it's the right call. I think this is the right choice. We'll be back before you know it. They both just kind of nod quietly. I'll go up to Dal and put an arm on her shoulder and just be like, words words fail me to say how grateful I am that you were able to bring me back. If I was to have... If my story stopped there and I wasn't able to help my friends anymore, it would have just been a, a tragedy. I agree. Your story is not yet done. I'm glad I was there to help. Well, now it's our turn to help. Um, Mary, depending on where we go, you still have uh, access to Mira, right? You may be muted or in the bathroom, so I will take your silence as a yes. Um, yeah, hopefully we get as close as we can to these people. But I don't think I'll do the, we show up and I burst the light just in case we're not right next to them. That would be a total waste. But if I tell you guys, let's work on a new code word quickly. If I tell you guys, if I shout now, please close your eyes. <laughs> that way I don't blind you. Cool, cool, great. Are we ready? Anyone have anything they want to do? Kyle, I got this little, uh, that like one spell I get from my um, warlock thing, the like false life. It's just a D4, so I'm just going to roll it for 10 hit points now. Sure. It's a one, but I think it's plus something. Probably plus your charisma. Yeah. So I'm just going to add five temp, and then I'm good to go. Okay. All right, if we know Varak can stun the shit out of us, does anyone, now that we know that, is there anything anyone can think of that they have that might help? I mean, admittedly, Alana, that horn was amazing, but I think that's a one-a-day thing, is it not? Uh, yeah, it is a one-a-day thing. I think Hondo just needs to know it. He's smarter than he thinks. And that he can take this mind flare. And I don't mean take out on a date. I mean take out to death town. I am not afraid of the mind flare. I'm just playing a mind game. 
<laughs> well, spring the trap, baby. Spring it. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, if we can... I mean, Elena fucked him up pretty bad. We, if we can get him out of the way quickly, then we don't risk anyone getting stuck like that again. And I mean, some of you are pretty good at talking up others. Maybe we do that right before we get into. Yep. I think that's a great play. We have three of us who like talking. Um, let's call it now, depending on where we end up. Let's make a new plan. Hondo, <laughs> do you want to attack the Mind Flare? Be honest. When I say attack, I mean with damage. Do you want to attack the Mind Flare or the Dukata? Look, I will take the Mind Flare, but I will need support. This is not a one-man job. I completely understand. So what if we do... Like, Mary, Brawley, which one do you want to take? I think we should split the focus of you guys because you're our biggest and baddest. Admittedly, Elena worked pretty well against the Mind Flare last time. I was really close to getting him down, too. He was almost there. So Hondo, Brawley, you go after the Mind Flare. Mary and I can go after the Dubkatha. Gord, Lavender, you just do what you do, which is chaos and damage. I may have to... Uh... I won't do it until we get wherever we're going, but I may pull the Pegasus too, just in case he can fly again. I don't know. Fuck yeah. Like I said, well, I guess it doesn't matter. We only have an hour anyway. I mean, that's that's it. Fucking... Um, I got a question. So what are we going to do if like worst, worst, worst case scenario, we don't make it? Well, if we're dead, we don't have to worry about it. Um... If one of us dies, hopefully it's not me. Because I can bring the others back, Lavender. Oh, yeah, maybe. No. We need to make sure. They were pretty fucking gung-ho on taking Valentine down last time. We gotta stop that from happening. I, I can kind of convince people to try to hit me instead, but it only really works with people who physically hit someone. It doesn't really work with spells. He had this thing where if you hit him, he was able to teleport a little bit away. Did you notice that? So he'll be popping all over the place. So yeah, maybe having Mira or Pegasus could be handy here just to be quick, because he might scamper someplace else. Um, I'm going to mark him too. Yeah, marking is key. Hondo, you up on the Mind Flare is great, because he might try and run away from you, and if you use Sentinel, you hit him when he tries to move. That's perfect. Um... Admittedly, Whisper might be useful for being able to pop around places, too. We might have to slightly play it by ear, but mm -hmm. I think I think prep is going to be key here. You said you can blind them? Potentially, if we get up on them quick. Yeah, I mentioned if I shout now, please close your eyes, because then I'll try my blinding thing. What if um, we were able to get you in there? I mean, the Mind Flare, I guarantee, will be able to see through this unless we really surprise them. But what if we can get you in there invisibly? You can blind them before they even know you're there. I feel like he'll be able to detect my thoughts, but they don't know I can do that. They've never seen me do it. Um, what's the Mind Flare's name? Karda. Brack? Yeah, Brock so... Or Brack or ran last time out on my dad. So, I mean, if Buddy falls... I mean, they already plane shifted once. I wonder how many plane shifts they have left. Like, we could really just end, end them. I think that's the only fucking play we have here, guys. Then let's do it. Let's go. Let's do this shit. Are you ready to bring the noise, Lavender? 
I don't know anything about this noise, but I'm ready to kill somebody because because they made me so mad last time. I like that. Okay. Before we go, let's all inspire each other. So, Hondo, you're a strong man, and you're not going to fall for any stuns. Okay? And I kiss both sides of your cheek. And I give you a D10 inspiration. How long does that last? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. So it might fade before we get wherever we're going. We'll find out. (laughs) Brawly, you are the best. And if you go down, I go down. (gasps) I won't let that happen, laugh. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't inspire you, though. She just wanted to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I just turned to Mary. (laughs) (laughs) I got indomitable and... uh, luck like i'm good if i fail one of those saves hondo you give me a prep talk hondo you give me a prep talk yeah no definitely help valentine (laughs) he cannot get stunned for five rounds again take me give it to me who do you think you are i'm valentine amadeus samson maximilian francis wild and what's one thing about your family you've all got big dicks (laughs) if you have a big dick you don't get stunned by no one you're right stunning Okay. okay Don't be an insult to your family. Okay? Don't act like you're some small bald person. <laughs> small bald be person. Be the big dick that your family is. You're right. We have a lot of dicks in this family. I'm going to bring that BDE energy into this fight. Thank you. That was... I feel inspired. I feel inspired. Oh, I, I, will, I will actually inspire you too with an proper dice. Yeah. You I, I assumed that was it. <laughs> Um, you see Dahlia and Nova kind of step forward and they both in turn uh, Dahlia puts a hand to your shoulder and with a, a, just a little squeeze and a nod and Nova steps forward with a cool like uh, Beastmaster handshake like gripping your forearm wishes you best of luck oh, they man. both step off to the side Titania steps forward and says, <clears throat> This is it. Are you ready? We're ready. Guys, swords out. Dicks out. Let's go. <laughs> Fight strong. Be true to your heart. Remember the Feywild. I'm, I am with you all. Good luck. She puts a hand forward and you feel this magic shroud your entire party and you're granted one last look upon the still beautiful face of the summer queen the golden light of the realm of summer glistens off of her like an aura pure radiance and then you are drawn rapidly away a harsh sucking sensation pulls from within the core of your body and you feel your body racked with wave upon wave of energy you stretch impossibly long and fragmented before a moment snapping back to complete and on a new plane. You stand on a flat, angular stone uh, surface that juts from um, a gargantuan tumble of angular black stone blocks, each block ranging in sizes from a small village to a sprawling metropolis. This randomly tilted and ill-fitting stone sprawls from miles in all directions. Every so often, you see a change in texture and topography as copper-plated strongholds, or these spherical domes of battered copper and brass, 
pockmark a plane of dark stone. All across the floor and up the tumbled rock mountains, you see deep fissures that split and you see continually rock raining down through as sinking, uh, stinking clouds of vapor rise from its depths. The sky above hangs thick with smog and through its blackened clouds, you see the color of sickly green bile. The clatter of falling stone and rumbling avalanches fill the air as do the sounds of screaming and wailing of trapped and perpetually tortured souls of the sixth layer of hell. Welcome to the crushing lands of Malbolg. You stand on this precipice of rock overlooking the layer of hell that surrounds you, but immediately at your back, the mountain that you stand along, you see a dimly lit cave within which, those of you with dark vision, can make out an ornate looking door set into the back of this cavern across the kind of exterior of the mountain immediately facing you, you see these kind of uh, horribly battered plates of brass um, that have been bolted into the rock itself um, to create kind of like a protection. And you hear actually a rumbling of rock and a massive section of black rock gives way hundreds of feet away from your current position. You see a massive avalanche of jagged rock careen down the mountainside, not too far off. But the action is yours. What do you do? Oh, no. Uh, I think we should open that door. Can you try and stealthily unlock it? But I'm going to see if I can see any tracks on the ground or any sign of them from here. This uh, is not a nice place. No, 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 it's not. Make a survival check. And Kevin, if you're going to start making... Uh, no, Scott's going to make a survival for the tracks. But if you're going to try and stealthily make your way to the door, make a stealth check. All right. 20, not naturally. Uh, okay. Nine. But plus your stealth. You have advantage. My stealth is, uh, where is it? It's 15. Roll again, because you have advantage. I'll roll again. But so it, 24. Really so pretty your pretty special good. shoes. Uh, still a lot. You're fine. Um, <laughs> Val, you don't see any obvious signs of tracks here. Um, though, you do see, um, the tracks you do see are are ones of stone, like rock having fallen uh, across the, the this whole place here, um, though seemingly protected from within this ca- cavern mouth. Um, but this area that you're, you're standing on, you see lots of loose bits of stone and what seem like relatively fresh breaks and cracks. Um, seems that the, the mountain and every surface here is constantly roiling and dangerous. Uh, Hondo, you make your way very quietly beneath this plated mouth of this cave. And the door is maybe 80 feet within this kind of long mouth of this cave. Um, And you make your way very quietly across its surface. Um, Thankfully, there don't seem to be any traps or tricks along the way none that you recognize or, or fall under the sway of however as you get within about 10 feet of the door I need you to make a wisdom saving throw Ooh. remember you have my inspo see what your roll's like I'm gonna use it yeah why not 9 plus your wisdom save or wisdom save Kyle wisdom save but yeah, you might as well roll. So my my inspo is like a d10 now. Okay. So that's uh, 
So 14 on the dice, plus your wisdom save modifier. My wisdom save is two. 16. So 16. As you approach the door, you feel a wash of fear and anxiety and dread pass over you. And it's almost somewhat familiar. And that familiarity and your, um, your brash nature, um, your confidence, you just shrug it off and have no ill effect. It's that fucking mind flare. <laughs> um, but you are currently about 80 feet from the rest of your party and about 10 feet from this door. What's everyone doing? I'm going to get my Pegasus. Mm. Uh, can it fit through that door? <laughs> How big is the door? Um, it'll be a tight squeeze. But Let's do it. I brought Fern. Why not? Let's have fun with it. Actually, it's up to you. Like whatever you want to do. Like we might need it later. Might need it now. Well, the thing is, I don't want to have to use an action in combat. Yeah. So um, remember, you're, you have ten minutes and an hour total of this whole time. It's been about a minute. Yeah, we got to be quick. Okay, let's see. Let's see what the. Uh, we'll open the door and see what's behind it. If it's another cavern that's tight, I won't do it. So I'll wait. Good call. That's a good idea. <sighs> okay. On doing it. Are we good on traps over there? Should we? Should we hurry up to you? I say over the earring. I don't. Should I actually have I? I haven't checked for traps, have I? I will check. Okay. Make an investigation check. Nice. Eighteen on the dice. Uh, plus a modifier of quite a bit. Um, you. Um, oh, I've sorry. got my ring as well. Or is that combat only? It's only a minute, so you might oh, just okay. want to time it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Hondo, as you look around the space um, and the door specifically, the door, it appears to be locked, um, but you see no no traps um, based around the door, but the lock looks impressive to your eyes. Uh, a quick scan of it looks like it's a hardy lock. The, um, But the space around, there seem to be no traps, but you do know that there was that odd kind of wash of fear and anxiety that kind of overtook you there for a moment. You see no triggering mechanism for that. I will open the lock. Pick it. Okay. Uh, is everyone else following down the tunnel here or holding back? Yahana, should we come to you? Yes, of course. I'm not going in alone. Do you mention this fear thing? Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good start. <laughs> You uh, make an investigator, yeah, a uh, thieves' tools check, Kevin. So roll d20 plus your dexterity plus your proficiency. So my thieves' tool. Nope. Where's my thieves? Is it my plus my dex? Yeah, so plus dexterity plus your uh, proficiency. So I it should be. I think he might be expertised mm, in it. My mm, dex is plus five. Yeah, and then your proficiency is another five. So a total of 15 if uh, the five on the dice was rolled. Yep. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, as everyone begins to make their way down this tunnel, and Hondo begins clicking and clacking at the door, the lock resists you, Hondo. Mm. And everyone, over a, a very short amount of time, you make your way beneath this cave, and I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. 
You already did it, Kev, so I think you're oh. good. Five. I think I fail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if I roll my inspiration, but I don't think so. No, I'll save it. I rolled a 16. I got... Eight. Oof, come on, Val. Not a good start. No. Uh, Gord, total? Eighteen. Uh, and Fern as well. Fernie boy. He rolls a sixteen on the dice. Uh, so, Ali rolled sixteen? Sixteen, yeah. Okay, so all of you feel the fear and anxiety and dread that I described to Hondo begin to pass over you. And it is as as described, it is a just a sudden pull into your stomach. Your stomach drops out beneath you and your heart skips a beat for a moment as you realize the magnitude of the domain you're in and the true fear of what you're doing kind of sets in. However, for the most part, you all shake it off. But Lavender and Valentine, the effect kind of pierces you a little further and you get a little introspective. Need both of you to roll a d10. Ooh! I would also like to point out that as I am proficient in these tools, it would have been 10, so 20. 20 times? Expert, he's expertise in it, yeah. I checked on okay. his Five for Val. Six for Lavender. A 20 is enough. Um, five for Val. Six for Lavender. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's the worst one for you. Um, what? Six for Lavender. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's the worst one for me. Why could it be the worst one for Lavender? <laughs> uh, I'm going to quickly send you guys something. Um, what is the easiest way? How do is you it whisper the same in this it's, it's both of them, yeah. So just... It's, you can send it to just Scott oh, yeah. using that. Yeah, that'd oh. be... Okay, hold on. I mean, Scott will see both of them. Scott's going to see both of them. It doesn't really matter. Secrets. Okay, what does that ring do there, Brawly? Well... Oh, you're sending it through this. I thought it was going to be through the phone. I thought I was going to do it that way, but I can, I can individually... Oh, this is great. Instead. I like it. Oh shit, it's not great. <laughs> I can't read that. Oh, but that's good for her. You can't read it? Here, I'll bring it here. Okay, okay. It's like, I can't, the hero, uh, out of all the 10, that's the worst one for Valentine, for sure. For, for Valentine? Just ability checks, though. Yep. But that's still. Mm. That's your counter spell. <laughs> Um, Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> so yeah, Lav, not the worst, but you both feel these like effects kind of take over your mind and just cloud you just ever so slightly. Um, you feel this kind of dread seep through. <clears throat> Give me one second. Allie, read out what that ring does. That's what someone asked. Oh, yes. Um, so essentially my ring, I was just going to keep it on hand because it casts heroism. And with heroism... Yeah, I was uh, like, what does that do? (laughs) 
A willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each ter- each of its turns. And then um, when the spell ends, a target loses any remaining temporary hit points from the spell. Might need that later. Yeah. It lasts a minute? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably need that. I got you. I'll keep it on hand just in case before we go in. So, as you guys are standing at the door, Hondo, with the last moment of realization that he's better at this than he should be, he clicks open the lock of this door. And through it, as it kind of briefly opens in, Hondo is the first to see the interior of a cavern. A... Um... A lit cavern of kind of faintly green aura, but also regular orange and yellow flame. Um, The dark stone walls are adorned with shelves upon shelves of bottles and and books and items and tapestries and uh, things hanging from the ceiling. And very quickly, you can make out a handful of different levels of stone adorned with tables and items and things, and you can hear um, the faint movement of a few creatures within, though you don't immediately have sight on. I, so I'll, I'll okay, uh, down the cavern, I hear, I hear things there. We should go there. And it is um, just beyond the door that you see a a small, like five foot, five by five space leads down a about fifteen foot stairway into this large cavern. Down the stairs, people. Let's go. Okay. Quietly, as quietly as fucking possible. Then Are you I'll bringing have... a mirror, by the way? I don't know. Taking a Pegasus down the stairs. How open is this thing? She cannot be quiet. She's a fucking Pegasus. <laughs> she can fly. Flying's quiet. She has clip cloppy hooves. <laughs> Them on the <laughs> It'll be tight to fly in here uh, for for this to get through this door. It would be very tight to fly. Um, she would have to walk, and same with Fern. He'll have to walk. Yeah, through guarantee the door. her dex is terrible. So I'm gonna hold I'll just up keep, for now. I'll just keep Fern at the entrance, then like remaining guard. As all of you walk in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get stealth checks from all of you as you begin to try and progress in quietly. Let's. I'll say quietly before we walk in. Where whenever we get to where we're going, fan out immediately. Do I not will, let ourselves get fucking stunned like that again. I will inspire Hondo again. <laughs> okay. Um, have you have advantage on that? Yep. I mean, I don't need it, but I'll use it. I, I really wish six. someone inspired me at any point. You have oh, your uh, six roll thing. I rolled. You have your reroll thing if you want to use it. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know what? That's a great idea. That's a great idea. What was your total, Kev? 21. Okay. Do it, yeah. Does that cost sorcery points to do the reroll? It's, I think it's the one that it's the... Chaos. The, if you make her chaos surge or whatever, she gets it back. Oh, thank God. Okay. Let me just read it. Can you go back there and say Yeah, it is. Okay, great. One's per long rest, and I didn't use it, so I had it, and then you haven't given me a wild magic surge. Church. Yeah, um, but you have no uh, bend chaos right now because you have no sorcery points. 
She has two. No bend luck. Or yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, are you ready? <laughs> what did you get? Twenty-two. Okay. What was your previous right. roll? Twenty-two. And my previous roll was one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I got twenty. Not natural. Not not a natural twenty. But oh, Allie's face means it's really bad or really good. <laughs> I'm doing that face. <laughs> It's me, Little Miss Heavy Armor, that we got to worry about. <laughs> I rolled 11. Okay. That's, That's better not than terrible expected. for you, let's be honest. Yeah. Lord and Mary? 19. Nice. Yeah, that's actually 25. Okay. Um, with Hondo in the lead, as he was the one who was closest to the door, and shortly behind, I would assume Valentine making his way through. Fern staying in the very back to remain guard at the door. You guys begin to <coughs> pardon me, make your way through this first door into this landing area and then down a short set of steps where you see this cavern open before you and you see a relatively well furnished um, living quarters. You see in the middle of the room a bubbling, boiling cauldron, um, big black iron, and within this kind of steam, and you see bubbles kind of bursting all around the room. You see torches lit, um, kind of embedded within the jagged black walls. Immediately, the sound of uh, raining rock atop uh, copper and brass from outside and above you shakes you all for a moment. And Allie, the sound, uh, you you move and get low, prepared for an attack, and just some rock scatters out from beneath you and clatters down the steps. You hear steps from inside quickly stop for a moment as you step forward. Something seemingly grabbed your attention. Or you grabbed their attention, I should say. As you step to the base of the steps see the room is relatively spherical in nature. You see four posts of adamantine metal uh, kind of around the room in different places holding up into, embedded into the rock above. And where they connect, you see these long plates of brass or copper um, that seem to be holding the structure together here. Uh, To the left and right side of the rooms, you see there's a desk with a scattering of papers and a lectern of white, perhaps even bone. Over top of this desk, you see this ornate mirror. On the right side of the room, you see um, an alchemical set and uh, a large apothecary chest around which you see a scattering of broken glass bottles and vials all around the floor and around this apothecary set. Across the walls, you see these these shelves, as I described to Hondo, of bottles and, and uh, pickling items within these eyes and tentacles and things. You see scatters of books. Um, and at the far side, you see a figure look across the room to you and with obvious shock on his face, you see the Dukatha as you step into his lair and alert him. Can I do something? Uh-huh. I cast silence on him. Uh, okay. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, Fuck yeah. 120 feet. 
Yeah, okay. Then let's roll initiative. Ooh. My heart is racing again. Oh shit, here we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's take let's take like five ten so I can switch cam, do all this stuff, cough my brains out, and come back. Oh my god. We're in. Uh, init- uh, combat kicks off as Valentine fires a spell off, um, but you don't get a surprise round as nope. some of your uh, stealth rolls alerted them to some uh, some prep. But I will say before initiative kicks off, Hondo and Valentine, as you guys were the front runners and have high passive perceptions, the two of you notice in this space here roughly, um, just as you guys begin to crest through the door and make your way down the stairs where the space is fully visible, you see the mind flare for a moment disappear. But he was in that space last you saw. Uh, all the way across the chamber, you do see the crow, and that is the center point at which Valentine casts silence. On him, right? Yeah, like where yeah, he was. Like yeah. he is the center, so it's a 20-foot radius, so it encompasses <clears throat> this space here. It's a big, big zone. Gets pretty much, you know, pretty big swaths of space there. Cool. Uh, but that kicks off initiative with no words. Let's roll initiative, if you haven't already. Cool. I just want a good initiative one day. Please, please, please. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <clears throat> Admittedly, having full casters towards the back can sometimes be useful because you have a full round to figure out what the fuck is going on before you. Mm-hmm. I will also say, um, as you guys are finishing rolling initiative, I have the order here as Hondo is right up front, uh, Valentine and Brawley are side by side, Mary and Lavender are side by side, five feet up, Gord in the back as this kind of standard issue with you guys. Um, however, uh, Mary, Lav, and Gord, from back here, you guys cannot see fully into the chamber as it descends at this point, just as a point of order, okay? Cool. Uh, you guys could make out to about this point here, but you couldn't see anything beyond. But Lavender, or, uh, Hondo, Valentine, and Brawley can see the full chamber. Okay. As we kick off, 25 to 20. Great. What did you get? Oh, sorry. We're good. Uh, 20 to 15. 19. 17. Well, 17. 15. Uh, Mary, 19? Yep. Yeah. Uh, two 17s from Lav and Allie. Uh, what's your dexterities? Um... Yours is a plus three? Yeah. Okay, Mine's so plus one. Okay, so... Love. My boy Hondo, did you roll low, sweet? Uh, sweet. Actually, Allie, give me a, just roll a straight d20. Yeah. Uh, four. Okay. Uh, let's just go Gord and Hondo. Fourteen. Hondo. Brock, what was yours? 14. Oh, you both rolled 14. Oh, great. Uh, but Hondo definitely has a uh, higher initiative, so I'll put him first. Gord in the rear. That's everybody, right? Yep. 
Scored in the rear. Wait, I did not write Valentine down. What did you roll? 15. So you were below Allie and Lev. And above the pirate twins? Above the pirate twins. <laughs> Val. Okay. <clears throat> Silence falls across the far side of the cavern. God damn, I'm going to cough immediately. <coughs> oh, that's a good one. There's so much phlegm that just needs yeah, to come out. You can feel it. We'll just give a beat maybe after if you cough bad so Scott can just edit out easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Christ almighty. <laughs> you really got to cough, just cough. Yeah, we don't care. It's so hard. I'm going to put another fucking secret call in. Do you want another tea? Just popping super call like they're fucking candy. <laughs> We're gonna get so all like loopy so now. So much medicine in the. <laughs> oh man, I'm high as shit. It's great. <laughs> the board's coming to life. Oh. Okay. Fuck you, future Scott. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Initiative kicks off. Silence falls across the chamber. However, it is the crow's turn first. Oh boy. You guys did not roll incredibly high initiative. Oh my god, he doesn't go right after me? <coughs> Thank god, that happens every fight ever. It was right before you. Oh, well, it's not that much better. Let's see. Well, he's got to move. It's a dumb question. Does he know he's in silence? I mean, immediately the silence surrounds him. Um, so he's just moving in a direction and he finds a, a gap where it stops. <coughs> Sorry. All good. Oh, Christ. <clears throat> he does find a... You, you would immediately know that you're in a silence spell when you can hear things all around you and then suddenly there's nothing. He is a magical practitioner and a very old being who would recognize the spell. Also, he would recognize the casting of the spell by your verbal uh, and, and somatic components. Um, but he doesn't know exactly where it is, so he had to use his full move to try and move in a single direction, and he manages to get outside. Yeah, he um, made him not do what he wanted to, so that's pretty good. Yeah, he's not super jazzed about having to move away from there. But, yeah, that's what he's going to do. Um, he's going to cast a spell. He's going to use his action, cast a spell. And disappears from sight. Fuck. Howard. It is now Mary's turn. Yeah, this is why it's not good for him to go right for me. <laughs> Ah, man. Okay, well, I'm going to get in. I don't know how far I can get, because it's like half move to make your your party, right? That's right. So you are technically only have to go 5, 10, 15, 20 puts you down on the ground. I'm just going to get towards that pillar on the left. My left or your left? Uh, I think it's the same, that one. Okay. Um, okay just okay. as far as I go, yeah. I was going to, like, tuck around it. Oh, you want to uh, go fine? Well, I, I, I didn't even see him, right? I, From what I can see, I'm running in and there's an empty chamber. That is correct. As soon as you rush down into the room, 
you don't see anything. You see Val you heard Valentine cast a spell, and you see nothing in the room as you rush it. Okay, so I'm gonna. I know the one guy can go invisible. So I'm gonna pull my two arrows mm -hmm. and hold that attack until uh, someone does something. Okay. Uh, I do have a question though. Mm -hmm. If I bonus action hide, mm -hmm. I'm like hiding. So then I can't really like keep an eye out for a right. Um. I mean, you're still, you're hiding, but you also don't know what you're hiding from at this point. So okay. I would still say like, if you see something that would be easily within your line of sight, I'm cool with it. But if it's something where it would be a little tough for you to see, I would immediately say no, because you were hiding. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Um, just seeing, I don't really have anything else. I will also say because of what you asked to hide behind this pillar, like you wouldn't have visual from like most over this way. Hmm, that's true. Okay, maybe I'll do a step just inside that pillar instead. Back this or way. Or where you where you originally had me yeah, on the corner. Okay. Wherever I think I can see the most, and maybe I'll potentially have cover because I just ran into nothing, so she yeah. has nowhere to go. From there, like you can see basically all the way from this pillar across here. Like you can't really make out anything over here, but you'd be fine, fine from this whole region over here. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm gonna hold. Um, <laughs> Hold two arrows. Okay, holding your arrows. Yep. Um, that ends your turn and takes us to Lavender. I'm going to hold a, what is it? Not a fireball. I'm gonna hold a firebolt, like just until he reappears. Uh, so as, as of this point, you can't see into the chamber, so you have to move closer. Okay, I'll move closer. So five, 10, 15, puts you at the bottom of the stairs, uh, still technically on the last stair. Okay. Maybe we'll uh, spread the fuck out because we know that they can get up. Can I move at all? Still? It's so 15 feet of movement. I was just saying, like, that's as. I'm gonna move to the. I'm gonna move to the right behind that like little stony thing. So you can only get to about there. Okay. Feel so exposed. Um, I'm gonna fire, bolt, but like hold it. Yep. So you're holding the spell for fire bolt. Yep. Okay. I will also point out, just as something, this hasn't really ever happened before, I don't think in our campaign, while holding a spell, you're essentially concentrating. So in the same way that like, if you get hit or something you know, damages you, in the same way you could drop concentration, a held spell can be dropped in such a way. Just okay. keeping that, it's only a cantrip, it's not the end of the world, but rules will apply if that happens. Okay. How do you decide who goes first there, Kyle? In terms of what? Like, let's say, one of these guys pops for invisibility. How do you decide if they do an action first versus they get an action? Uh, in the case of invisibility, I would do a stealth check versus passive perception. Mm -hmm. And then I would allow their, if they beat their passive perception, the invisible creature goes first. If they lose passive perception, held action goes first. That's cool. I like that. That, that seems fair. Uh, so Lavender, 30 feet of movement, held action for Firebolt. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that takes us to... Lavender, what's your hell, uh, passive perception? Passive perception? So bad. Oh my god, minus one. Oh no, this one. Oh, that's still bad. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Hmm. 
Don't kill me. Don't get me. Don't get me. <laughs> That's what our niece would always say when you chase her. Don't get me. Don't Daddy. get me. Hmm. Upsetting. I guess we're not in a great line anymore. That sucks. But this makes the most sense. Mind Flare appears. Oh, hello. His passive or his stealth was high enough to beat um, Lavender. Mary, what was your passive perception? Sixteen. High enough to beat Mary as well. <laughs> uh, so he manages to get within range of not everybody. Although, yeah, no, he wants to get everyone over here. Mary somehow is lucky enough to dodge, but I will need everyone but Gord and Mary to make intelligence saving throws. Come on, guys. Honda, Honda, you have my inspiration here. That's right. Ooh, okay, I'm going to use my inspiration. I want to use it. What do I roll, eight? Ten. D10. D10 for Valentine. Scott, you have a D6 for Hondo. Yep. Uh, So, Allie. Fifteen. It's a fail. Ah. Lavender. Um, eleven. That's a fail. Oh, no. Scott. Twenty, baby. That's a success. Hondo. This is intelligence, you said? Intelligence saving throw. Saving throw. Saving throw. Plus six. (laughs) 18 is a success. Out of boy H. So uh, just Lavender and Allie are stunned as the mind blast that you are now very familiar with Mm. careens through your party courtesy of this fuckface. Unfortunately, Lavender, your spell drops as you become stunned, Good. but only a cantrip, not the end of the world. Yeah, that's good. Mary, yeah, however, are, you are able to get your arrows off as your held action if you want to shoot the Mind Flare. Yeah, I'm okay with shooting the Mind Flare. Okay. The first one... find my stunned thing. I never remember what my longbow is to hit. Uh, 23. Hits. Okay. I'll we'll just roll both of them at the same time. 22. Hits. Uh, no sneak, I'm imagining, so... No. Do you want all of it together at the same time? Is that easier? Yep. Okay, ooh, I rolled a 7 and an 8. It's 15 plus 14 is, what, 29? 15 plus 14, that's correct. Okay, 29 points of damage. 29. Takes us to that. Uh, okay. That's your held action, his action, and then he is going to go. And then. This way. Over there. And action. He doesn't have any bonus actions. Uh, end his turn there, taking us to Allie. Allie, you are unfortunately stunned immediately. So you use your entire turn as you reel from this psychic energy careening through your mind. But at the end of your turn, you can make another intelligence save to see if you can shake the stun. Come on, oh, Raleigh, let's go, baby. Oh, hi. That's a four. <laughs> that will unfortunately fail. As Alana, the effect that you managed to dodge for the most part of the last encounter, you get the brunt of at the beginning of this. And unfortunately, your thoughts and actions are, are muddled with psychic energy. 
Okay. That will end Allie's turn and take us to Valentine. <clears throat> okay. You're technically concentrating as well on sounds. That's right. I kind of forgot about that for a moment, so let me give you that. And he actually... Nope, actually, he's outside of sounds. It's centered on this point here, essentially. So it, he's literally just on the cusp. It kind of comes around all the way out to, like, this point here. Um, so I saw... I did see the dupe cop that kind of disappear when he was in that corner, right? Absolutely. So I'm going to rush in. Um, I'll turn to Brawley and give her hand a squeeze and be like, you got this, don't worry, and I'll inspire you. Ooh. Oh. Good idea. Oh, thank you. We need you to go fuck shit up, please. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Sorry, just marking that. Then I will uh, make a beeline towards Lav. Uh, 15 feet of movement? Yeah, and I'll go one more, like I'll just hide a little on that corner there to the right, just behind that spire, if you will. Yeah, you can get you can get around to like this point here. And then I want to fireball that post where I last saw him. This one? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you send off a fireball, and it is you are you're blocked from the range of the mind flare for counterspell purposes. And you take a, a, a smart position, and you send your fireball off. You see it explode, ignite with flame. You don't see any creature react or do anything. And then, let me just mark it. Yep. Oh, I already used a bonus action. Okay, great. Uh, and then if that happens, maybe as a free action, I'll just shout. I mean, I wouldn't know if it hit him or not. <laughs> so. You don't see it, like, shroud anything, but you're not sure why. You're not sure, is he invisible and he just maintained his invisibility? Is he there? Is he, if, did you just miss him? You're not entirely sure. So I'll just shout something like, he was last over there, but I don't know if I got him. Mm. Perfect. Nice. And uh, Valentine's trying to take us to Hondo. Hondo, you are not stunned. You're at the front here. You see your mind flare there. You do not see Zidub Kafa. What do you do? Your mind flare. Your mind flare. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw my dagger okay. into that rock on the right. This rock? Uh, the one, no, no, the one closer. This one? Yeah. You could throw it into the Mind Flare, probably. That's a bit far. It's a bit far. Um, Well, you can bonus action dash, too. What about, yeah, move. Let me move a bit. So let me move 20. So 5, 10, 15, 20 puts you there. Mm -hmm. 5, 10, 15, 25 to the Mind Flare. Uh, I won't go right up to the Mind Flare. Maybe what I'll do is use use the rock on my right, or that, like... This, like, this platform? I will go right next to that edge. Just so you, I can just see him. Yeah. Uh, dagger, yeah. dagger, dagger. You're going to throw your dagger? And then I will throw my blink. Uh, I'll throw a whisper at him. Okay. Love it. And and I guess I'll teleport with him. Uh, well, if you hit, make an attack roll. All right. Well, hi. You'll probably hit, but. Oh. Yes. Yes. Special crit yes, thing, Kevin. too, right? Not 20. Which is great. Fuck yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, and you will teleport along with it. This is so poetic. Uh, Hondo, you rush forward with Whisper out and getting close within range. Just as you run, Whisper fires out from your hand. 
and it collides into the chest of this creature, piercing through the breastplate. And as as you see it, the tip connect, your whole form shifts into shadow alongside, and you arrive with one hand still clutching the hilt of your blade in the face of this horrid alien creature shrouded in shadow, and you watch its its eyes, for the first time in its encounters with you, regard you with true fear. Wow. Get him, baby. Do I get sneak with that? Absolutely. You get all the things. And because it's a 20, is there some, there's something else that comes with that, right? He has to make a wisdom save versus fear, I believe. Um, but given how much damage you can do, he may not survive. Let's find wow. out. Yeah, come on, Hanna. Come on, Kevin. He's a 5d6. 5d6. You have 2d4 um, psychic damage. And you double all the dice. And an extra d4, actually. So 3d4, 5d6. Oh, come on. That would be so incredible. All right, so my rolls came out to... 27 Oof. times Double two. It. Double it. That's 52. No, oh, 54. Yeah. Plus seven. 54 plus seven is 61 points of damage. Oh. Uh, with this first piercing strike, you watch the eyes of the mind flare flare wide, and their kind of purple irises turn gray, and his tentacles and his face just drop limp, and his whole body just kind of slumps and falls, you have successfully killed the mind flare. Yeah. As you do, whisper in your hand glows with a a massive eruption of psychic energy and this black shadow, and you feel it just enshroud you and grow in power as Whisper awakens. <gasps> again? I didn't know it could awaken again. An exalted state. Oh, shit! As you manage to put down an enemy that has been long standing in your mind. What do you say? What do you say, Honda? <laughs> I say... Uh, we could have been friends. <laughs> I could have had your back. You must go. The mind flare. You still have a bonus action and shit. Like you falls still- away to the ground. You do still have a bonus action. You can and dash, disengage, hide all your rogue actions. Bardic. I'm gonna pull back a bit. I feel like I'm a bit in the open now. You did use all your movement and then you teleported. But you, so could, you could dash, dash. like behind that pillar up there on the yeah, right. Dash or you could inspire. Where's Brawly? I will inspire her lab. Far away. What about lab? You're going to inspire lavender? Yeah. Is there a range on inspiration? Just out of it's only 60. Hearing? Let me check. <coughs> Where would I find that? 60 feet and they can hear you. Uh, okay, so that should be fine. That's Otto, not, not in silence, he's right? He's not in silence. No, he's, a, he's <laughs> 10 feet shy. Ooh. Uh, okay, so how do you inspire lavender? I look at her and I say, rise to the occasion. <laughs> Here, that's your inspiration. Okay. That'll end Hondo's turn. That, that takes us to Gord. Gord, you are still at the back of the group up here, uh, so you don't even see any of this happening as of yet. So just to get into the room is uh, 15 feet. Is that cool? Yep. 
or ten, fifteen. Fall down the stairs. <laughs> Put you at the bottom of the stairs, uh, and as you climb to the bottom, you see Hondo uh, finishing this uh, creature, um, but you don't see any other combatants. Uh, you can hold spells or, or like an Eldritch Blast or whatever you want. Or yeah. you have shit that you can make yourself better too, right? Isn't like activating your chains an action? Yeah. Or your cool on Ghost Rider thing now, although that might be a one a day. Is there a corpse for that guy? Uh, the Mind Flayer? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what happened? It is currently uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, oh, 30, yeah. 30, 40, 45 away from you. Oh my god. But you still have 15 feet of movement, so you can get within 50, within 30 feet of it. By you feeling agility, can I get within 10 feet? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Actually, within, with feeling agility, you can go 60 feet total, right? So you can go... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. You can get right beside its corpse. Can I cast Animate Dead on it? Yeah, you can. Fuck yeah. Gord, you see Hondo triumphant over this Mind Flare assailant, and you rush forward seeing your friend, seeing this fallen foe, and channeling the dark necrotic energies of Orcus the Mind Flayer, its purple skin, now gray, rises, uh, or begins to rise, it does not yet fully rise, from the from the ground uh, in this, just it, its tentacles, sick and slow, and gray and mottled, but under your control. Nope. Wow. That is your action and your movement. What bonus action shit do you have? Do you have any bonus action? Tool? I don't think you have a ton at this point. Now that you're not a druid, is taking the chains out a bonus? That's igniting them with flame is a bonus, but to mm. actually pull them is an action. Uh, actually, as a bonus, I think you can command the undead to do something. Mm, that's cool. I think you can send them to walking somewhere, or give them a command. I think I, I, I'm not 100. percent uh, I'm good for right now. I'm just okay. Gonna, uh, I'll put the. I'll have to put a reminder and undead. I just love the visual of that. Like, Wando <laughs> just murders this guy. Fucking Gord rushes in to bring him back to life. <laughs> that is so cool. Uh, yeah, he stands. Do you okay. say anything, Gord? What do you say? I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good line. That's a good line. Uh, okay, at this point, you see the crow reappear uh, oh, hello. over on this point here, um, and you see he looks about the space, and his eyes immediately train on Varak and Gord re-raising his form, and you see him just grow angry and begin to look around at all of his options. Uh, and immediately, he turns over to this uh, kind of desk and table area that he has a bunch of stuff splayed out and puts his hand out and he says uh, some infernal command. Um, oh shit, I meant to do that here. I should have done that earlier. That's okay. Um, we'll do it 
simultaneously. He says some infernal command um, and then turns and what do I have? Let's see. Mary is... Hmm. I can still move, actually. So I'm pretend he's standing here, but this is a slope, so... Can I see him, Kyler? Is he behind the thing? He's technically behind this pillar. Okay. Um, as he looks to Mary... And Mary, you don't even see him directly as you were kind of focused elsewhere, um, but you hear these the tendrils of dark energy creep over your mind from behind. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. As he says, I need you to fight for me. Oh. Sorry, I just can't ever remember what my least save is. Whew. 23. You managed to succeed oh. against his his attempt. I don't think to say, oh, there you are, bitch. <laughs> I love it. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yes. And he disappears Fuck. from the site once more. There you are, bitch. Fuck. Bye. <laughs> uh, okay. That ends his turn. Mary, you're up. Uh, yeah, having go right before me is terrible. Um, I guess I wouldn't have seen last time if when he reappears in the same spot, right? You would have heard him moving about over here, and when he, uh, when you, when he failed to control your mind, he made a very audible expulsion. Uh, you could tell that's where he was previously. Yeah, but I don't know if like. No, I don't know if he reappeared in the same spot he disappeared last time. Right? No, you didn't okay. have any sight on that. Well, I probably... Oh, shit. It really sucks if I don't get to use it, though. Um, sorry, I had a plan and it went to shit. It's the wildcard way. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Oh, this might waste my turn but I'll, I'll go to where he was. Okay. Uh, as you turn back, uh, are you going around this way or this way? It doesn't really make a difference. South, I guess. Uh, you go over this way. You get to about around this side, and you look up and you see on the desk, above the desk, there's this mirror. And as you look over trying to find him, you see a reflection of yourself in this mirror. And suddenly something just takes quick control of you for a moment. I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Mm, scary. These are less good. Oh, okay. I rolled a natural 17. So it's 19. Okay. Uh, you feel for a moment this, this reflection of you in the, in the mirror kind of shift. And for a moment you, you feel as if like, something is coming for you and you quickly mm. pull away from the thought of it and you seem okay. Okay. 
Don't go to the fucking mirror. Um, can I use my bonus action? Try to spot a hiding or invisible creature thing. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Great idea. <clears throat> oh my God. I rolled another 17. So that's, uh, finally making up for the trash rolls of last time. It's fucking, where is it? It's 23. Uh, you look around the space, very confident in your abilities. You see nothing. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Okay. Um, okay, well then, knowing that, I guess I'll... Where's Valentine? He's going to end up going towards Valentine. Valentine is over in this corner 15, here. 15, so I still have rest of my movement, right? Uh, you have 15 more feet. Can I get towards um, the corner of the pillar that's toward that circle thing in the middle? I can't really see the corner of the pillar here. towards this. So like, yeah, like the, if you were to draw a line from that thing to the pillar and on, could I get to that corner? Right here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I will hold two arrows again, except nice. for when I, when I see him. Okay. Holding your action. Uh-huh. That ends your turn. It takes us to Lavender. Lavender, you feel the spell fade and the... Oh, great. Um, your, no, sorry. The spell that you were holding. My fit. spell? Oh, shit. <laughs> and the stun effect still remained despite the Mind Flayer's demise. End of your turn. You can make an intelligence save against it. Intelligence save. Let's go, baby. Ooh. Um, plus that? Yeah. Plus that. Uh, 22? Did you hear that? Are we muted? No, I was I was in the middle of a copying fit. My apologies. <laughs> I thought our game froze too. I was like, oh no. Oh no. Uh, that is enough to succeed against yeah. the stun. Huzzah! Good job. Um, unfortunately, it is the end of your turn that it happens. Can I do a bonus action? No. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, it takes your full concentration and your full like ability and not even any of your movement to just free your mind from this effect. Um, and unfortunately, that does end your turn. However, it does not. The Mind Flare is is deleted, not to be worried about. And that takes us back to Alana, who is also under the same effect. Okay. Intelligence save from you. You have a d10 if you need it. Oh, yes, I may have to. Uh, oh. 17? 17 is a success. Okay. Nice. I still you. have the d10 too. Great. You are freed from your stun, uh, but as I said before, end of your turn. So you are you are still prepared. Or you're still up on the steps here. You can see the battle kind of be uh, flaring up before you, though you do not see any sign of the crow. Uh, and you prepare yourself for your next attack, but nothing to happen just yet. I prepare myself like that, and I just go, "Where are you, Uncle?" <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. So creepy. So creepy uh, from like, and that it's like a little child saying it. With where are voices. you, Uncle? <laughs> Her head like turns. That'll take us to Valentine. I don't want to group up, so hmm, I only have thirty feet of movement. What if I just go, uh, basically, I wish I could just point at the square. Uh, can you move me four steps west? And then go two steps north? Yep. That feels good. And then I will, um, 
I think I will just prep. Fuck, sorry. Uh, I'm going to bonus action, inspire Mary. Okay. And I can be like, it ends tonight, Mary. <laughs> oh um, my God. And then I will <laughs> hold uh, three Eldritch Blasts. You got it. That's going to end your turn. Mary, you have inspiration. That takes us to Hondo. All right. So, again, the Mind Flare rises before you, held by Gord's necromantic energies, but you do not see any other combatants as of yet. Uh, I'm going to look at him. I'm going to look at the Mind Flare, and I'm going to say, look, no means no. <laughs> You had your chance to be my friend. <laughs> okay. He does not really <laughs> respond thus far. You can prepare an action to stab someone when they appear, just so you know. <laughs> um, well, so so where I am right now, it's the Mind Flare. It's Gord. Yep. And Mind Flare is on your team, by the way. Yeah, Mind Flare has been raised by Gord, but you do not see any other combatants in here. There's like a bunch of potions, and or not potions, but like bottles and alchemical products over here. You see just a scattering of books and desks over here. You see the desk and, and stuff over here. And you see a cauldron in the middle, but you don't see any enemies. I want to go to the bottles. Uh, the ones closest here? Don't yeah. throw any of this shit. This fight's going okay. Don't fuck around. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick one up and throw it at the pillar just to see if it does anything. Near one of us? Like the pillar closest to you right here? Yeah. Okay. Throw it across the fucking room or something. Don't throw it near your team. Roll All percentile right, dice. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Just to see what you pick up. So wait, I have to roll or do you roll? Yeah, yeah you, you roll some percentile dice. Okay, what, so two tens then. Yeah, roll two tens, but roll, roll the first one first and see what the number is. Well, you're doing digitally. We'll see. It'll be fine. Okay, eight. Roll another one. Uh, six. 86. Okay. Uh, let's see what you pull up. Okay. It sure. would go bad when Kyle just said, sprinkled in, there's some potions or there's some bottles in your ear. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. You pick up this potion. It's, uh, kind of purpley liquid, uh, a little bit of pink, like, floating within it. You, which which pillar do you throw it at? The closest one to you, or this one, or this I'll one? I'll throw it at the cauldron. Okay. Uh, I'm you, right there. But you okay. throw it at the cauldron, and it's, <laughs> it scatters its glass and it's this kind of pinking purple liquid across its surface. It's half of it spilling within, half of it just on the exterior. Um, and you watch it kind of bubble and froth for a moment, but no effect seemingly taking place. Unfortunately, nothing comes of it. Or fortunately, nothing or comes from it. Fortunately, uh, that is your action. Um, and now I'm going to move to the uh, just to the north of me, where the the pillar is. This one? Yeah, I want to move into the corner there, though, between the pillar and the other thing. So the corner, uh, move right it no, other side, other side. Over here. Yeah. Okay. Easy enough. You are now, as you as you pass by Gord and the Mind Flare, you immediately feel 
a, a realm of silence. All sound is taken away from you. Do do I have? So I haven't used my bonus yet, right? Um, no. Okay. Can I inspire someone again? You could try. Uh, who's the cl- the one? Listen to what he said. Listen to the magical words. Of what he oh, just wait a minute. I'm I'm in the silent zone. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> you could have done it. I realized on it on your, your own. That's good. I, I could use hand signals to inspire. You cannot. No, but you could have done it on your way before you entered uh, silence. All right. Then no no bonus needed. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no problem. That is going to end Hondo's turn and take us to Gord with the undead Vrak. Uh, Vrak will use half his movement to stand, so he only has 10 feet of movement now, but he is under your control. Poor little squid. Gord, you see no, again, you see no combatants around. Mm, really much to Dude. <laughs> Hold a blast, just like if he shows up or any attack you want. Like if he shows up, you can lightning lure, you can eldritch blast, whatever you want. I'll just have like, I guess I'll just communicate to the corpse, like just stand, be on standby for like the first thing you see to attack it. Okay. It telepathically... Uh, affirms your your direction to you. Are you gonna stay there? Um, where am I right now? <laughs> you guys are up in this spot right here. Um, yeah. So you guys, you have your full move to do as you wish from up here. You tell the the zombie to react if it sees anything. Is that a bonus, Kyle? Uh, I think it's a free action to instruct it. I'm not. I'm not 100. But what are you? Oh, what are you doing on your turn, Gord? Uh, nothing. <laughs> hold an action. Like hold an action. If he shows up, you attack him. It's just better than nothing. What does that mean? Like, essentially, essentially, what it means is like you can start casting. Let's say Eldritch Blast because it's cantrip and it doesn't cost anything. You can start casting it, but you hold the final expulsion of the spell for when you see an available target. So if the crow shows back up, you can use your reaction to fire off the held spell now that you have a target. Okay. Well, you think about it. Give me two seconds. Doesn't say anything about a telepathic connection. Unraised dead. It's just like, oh, look, it's alive now. He could just be like, kill anything that appears. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Gordon, because yeah. I didn't see him on mine. I'm just holding Eldritch Blast, knowing I'll get like 3d10s to shoot at him whenever he shows up. Yeah, I just don't, whatever you do, like Eldritch Blast is a great option because it has a huge range, right? So just as long as you don't pick something that's like within 10 feet, because chances are you might not be within 10 mm-hmm. feet. Um, that's why I'm holding like my arrows, because if I held my swords and he wasn't right beside me, that's it. I can't do anything. I'll probably just cast Herald of Death on myself. Ooh, what is that? Um, is that your Ghost Rider thing? Your form shifts to become an avatar of chaos and terror as you unleash the fury of your patron upon your enemies. You gain temp HP equal to 1d10 plus warlock level. 
you become resistant to fire and immune to fear. That's tight. Herald of Death. Does that say anything about once a day? Nope. Just a oh, sick. That's so cool. All right, sorry, I'm back. Plus, what's my warlock level? A warlock? I think it's like 13. It's your full what level. You, what are you choosing to do? Uh, um, Herald of Death. Oh, okay, cool. Using your bonus action to turn into your your flame bound form. Is my warlock level sixteen or is this something else? No, your warlock level is thirteen. It's under your name on your at the very top. Yeah. So uh, as you um, you look around, you see no combatants around you. You get no you know, bonus for the the fear effect of turning into this herald of death. However, the form of Gord erupts with flame at this kind of regular red and green, uh, regu- regular red and yellow flame, though at the at the flare of it, you see this green and black smoke rise off, uh, and he looks truly frightening. Dope. Are you going to stay there, or are you going to move? Yeah, I'll stay there. Okay, that ends Gord's turn. You can still hold an action if you want. I think that's just a bonus, like if you wanted to hold a blast or something. I'm good for now. Okay. <laughs> You're so hesitant to use this blast. <laughs> uh, hey, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. Um, that is the end of Gord's turn. That takes to the crow's turn. The crow reappears right there. Um, those of you who had held attacks were who? Just Marion and Valentine? Yep. Okay. At we need both of you to make charisma saves as you look towards him. <clears throat> mine's a disadvantage, right? Or if mine's an ability. Gotcha, gotcha. I rolled a 16 this time. So 18. You have my inspiration if you want to use it. I don't know. I rolled 25. Well, 15 plus 10. Mary, are you using it or are you saving it? I'm going to save it. Okay. Uh, you can both get your attacks off. Cool. I need to shoot this mirror next time. It's because we looked in that direction. Was that the idea? Who knows? Uh, it would. It would seem so. Okay. See, this is well. So twenty-one, twenty-one, and sixteen. 21, 21, 16. Uh, the first two hit. Great. I got a 26, and then the second one was only a 19, but I'm going to use one of my uh, superiority dice for uh, whatever it's called, where I get to add more. Yeah, your uh, precision, <laughs> precision attack. Yeah. Yep. Oh, great. Yeah, that will definitely hit now. Okay. That's 24. Okay. Uh, yeah, both hit. So roll damage for both of you. Uh, it was a seven and thirteen, so twenty. Okay. Um, I'm gonna make one of these a distracting. Okay. So he has to roll a whiz save. 
Well, actually, no, sorry. This one's nothing. It's just the next attack has advantage. Who's not? That's not by me. Yep. So we'll save for the next round. Obviously, it wouldn't matter for Scots, but... That's correct. Okay. Sorry, so much math. That's 34 points for me. Okay. Uh, immediately, as both of your attacks slam into him, um, you see him not necessarily taken off guard. He seemed like he was prepared um, knowing you were going to strike and yet uh, attempted to catch you off guard regardless, but you managed to get through his uh, defenses with all but one attack. Um, but it's still his turn. <clears throat> Uh, and for it, he is going to. Hmm. He is going to. Oh, do I want to use that yet? Yeah, I do. I do. I do want to use that yet. You see he reaches down to uh, the desk that is uh, beside this, this mirror, uh, and he pulls up a scroll and begins to read aloud this, what you can very quickly ascertain, a spell scroll. Um, you watch as its paper, its parchment begins to fizzle away as his, fin his words finish, and it dissipates into dust and, and smoke as a sphere of negative energy begins to ripple out um, in a 60-foot radius will hit everybody. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking massive, yo. Um, I need everyone to make constitution saving throws. Con save? Yes, please. And he's indomitable for this. Okay. I'm gonna do my mm, inspiration. You oh, your inspiration? Yeah. Ooh, Hondo, good roll. 18. Nice. Uh, Allie, total. 25. Success. Valentine, total. Uh, not good. Uh, 13. Uh, it's a failure. I'm sorry, I also forgot that you have Fern kind of hanging back. Um, if you wanted to bring him in on your turn, that's your call. I totally forgot about him. I've been he's, thinking about it, so it's all good. Okay, yeah. he, he's uh, exempt from this, so he's okay. Okay. Uh, I, I just remembered it, but sorry, that was a failure on your part. Yep. Um, lavender total? 17. That's a success. Oof. Uh, Hondo, you succeeded with a natural 18. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. A, what did you roll? Lavender? No, no, no. Pass, pass, pass. <laughs> <my turn. laughs> 17. A 17 is a failure, I'm sorry. Ooh. Oh, come on! <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no Hondo <laughs> uh, rolled a natural 18. What's your constitution save modifier? A plus three. Okay, you nice. succeed. Um, Mary? 19. Just succeeds. 19 Oof. DC. Thank uh, you, Indomitable. Gord total? 16. 16 is a failure as well. So, 
Let me roll some damage. This could be bad. It's not so bad. Well, Sphere of necrotic energy sounds pretty not fucking great. bad. Don't scurry. I came so close to exploding that desk with an explosive arrow. I did not. Mary, what are you doing? Oh, that could have been scary too, though. I don't know. I know. I really didn't want something to be in there that was even worse and could explode to all of us. I was just like, oh, I'll take out that mirror, and if there's anything else cool in there, and I'm like, ooh, anything else cool? This was about the time that Honda was talking about throwing the potion. So, those of you who failed, 34 points of necrotic damage. Uh, that's not too bad. Those of you who succeeded, take 17. Gord, I think you have resistance, actually. If you are resistant to necrotic, you take half as much. Um, I don't think you are resistant to necrotic in this form, but double check for me. You might actually, as part of your just natural class, have resistant to necrotic um, as part of the vengeful soul. If you do, you only take 17 points of necrotic damage. It's under defenses under where your hit points are. Yeah. Is whoever sent this attack within 30 feet of me? Uh, he is not. And it's also not technically an attack roll. It's like a spell save, but he's also further than 30. So. Uh, unfortunately, that is going to end that. And... Uh, oh, shit. He stays put. Mm. But with that, knowledge... Hmm. Yeah, you know what? He's going to stay there. Um, but you see him kind of suddenly look around, kind of shifting in place, but remains. At the 20, mm. the initiative, the, uh, whatchamacallit? Um, yeah, he is going to... Uh, as he remains in place now... You see, he looks around the room, uh, and on the uh, this like platform up here, you see like a just a scattering of items and things. And looking towards the cauldron, he waves a hand from the platform across to the cauldron and says, "Pashmir vipal hawerm." And you see a flurry of chains begin to rise from above on the platform and splash into the cauldron. Um. You watch the cauldron bubble and boil, and you see its its green turn red and rising from it. Oh, boy. You see a creature enshrouded in chain. No, no, go back. Uh, this, like, thick muscle figure of, like, reddish skin that has been boiled and burned, surrounded in chain. Its whole head is enshrouded in a helmet or, or just wrap of chain. And you see chains just hang off it with sickly hooks at the ends. It begins spinning them around uh, and preparing to jump into the fray. Um, and he goes, now. Oh boy. As he pulls himself up and out of this cauldron, Mary's right there. He's going to go for her. Actually, he doesn't have to move. He's got reach. Right. Just stay there. Uh, as he turns to Mary with two chain attacks. Okay. First one is uh, a 21. Yeah. Second one. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, okay. So let's do this one at a time. 
Uh, so you take 11 points of slashing damage. Okay. And you are grappled by the chain. Oh, fuck. Um, you are technically restrained by by these chains. Uh, a second one, he sees Valentine directly in front of him. Just sends the chain out toward Valentine. Uh, oh, it's not great. It's only a 17 to hit. Nope, 19. The chain slams into the ground as you just jump up and dodge away from its uh, its hooked end, uh, and that will end his turn. Mary, you are restrained. Do I have a restrained thing? Can I use my action to try to get out? On your turn, which is now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Uh, athletics? Uh, yeah. Gonna use inspiration just to make sure. Okay, so that's 12 plus five is 17 plus eight. Oh yeah, that's really good. I probably didn't even need to use the inspiration. Yeah, you're probably fine, but you use it anyways. Um, you take eight points of piercing damage at the start of your turn as the chain digs into you, but yep. you manage to pull it apart and escape from its grapple. I'm going to, uh, okay, do I disengage, which, or do I take the risk and get an extra stab, but if he hits me. Well, you had to use your action there. I know, but but I have an action action surge. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'll bonus action disengage. Okay. Uh, and then move towards the curl, I have to assume. Yep. Get right up on it. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, make a charisma save as you get towards the crow and look and see the mirror and your reflection in it. Really, really good on you. So it's a 17. Okay, that's a success. Whew, okay. Just get up on the crow. Yep. Let's action check surge. Off. Check off my action surge. Okay. Yeah. I only get two attacks, though. So it sucks. You hit him. Okay, that is a 23. 23 nope, 24. Will hit. 24 will also hit. <laughs> okay, um, I don't get any sneak on this. Uh, fuck it. Uh, we'll make it a tripping attack. Okay, cool. So it's a strength, which I know he's probably good at because he's a hag. The strength save? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it's a 20 total. Yeah, of course it's. Oh, my damage was not good. 19 points of damage on the first one. Okay, 19 points. But as a reaction in response to taking damage, he turns to shadow and disappears. Uh, Okay, well, can I use my other attack to smash the fuck out of this mirror? Uh, Do you have enough movement? Yes, you do. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Scary, but cool. Like 20 total. Yeah, I think. I mean, that hits. I don't know if you need to roll damage. Let me see real quick. Yeah, roll damage for me. Okay. This could have been great in our headquarters, by the way. You don't appreciate art. No, I don't want it. (laughs) I've gotten very lucky rolling saves against it. We're pretty good on damage. Uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 points of damage. 
Okay, Mary, as Mage's Bane just smashes the mirror, it just and erupts in glass shards, Um, but also a cascade of gray and black smoke pours forth, as do multiple creatures. Oh, great. Spooky. That was a bad idea. You see flying forth a series of devilish creatures that have no place to go but in your face. (laughs) Cool. And as well, a shadowy-looking figure uh, is also thrust forth. uh, They all kind of sprawl out, except for the three flying. They look like you've seen these before, these spined devils, these purple-skinned flying devils that have, like, these large, like, kind of pterodactyl-like beaks and... Uh, and spines across the edges of their wings and tails. And what looks just kind of like like a shadow, but made corporeal. Well, that uh, might have been a bad fucking idea. I'll be honest, here. not your best. Well, I didn't <laughs> want, I want, didn't want to be I respect it. anymore. I know. <laughs> it was a trap. Ha ha. Uh. Uh, <laughs> that's going to end your turn. Yeah. Um, give me two seconds, because now I have to roll initiative for all these fools. It's a trap. Okay, well, I'm gonna pee, so just tell me how much damage I take when I get back. Okay. If they go before me. Well, let's just see. Oh, wow, that's really good. Sorry, two seconds, folks. Uh, Lavender, it will be your turn next, regardless. Okay. Okay. So let's put... Lavender, it is now your turn. Mm. Hmm. I can use second level magic missile to fire at the things that are attacking Mary. Okay. Uh, there are four creatures all around, three different spine devils and one shadowy figure. Who do you want to target? Um, I guess there's three darts in all of them. So... I'll target two of them. Okay. Because you're doing second, you get one more. You get four darts. Four Sorry. darts? Okay. I'll shoot two darts at two of them, like each. Okay. You want to choose, like, just the two front devil guys? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll damage. Autom- automatically hits. So 2d4 plus two for each of them. 2d4 Okay. Nice. So I got five, six, seven, and then six, seven, eight. Uh, oh wow! Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was actually pretty decent. Yeah, uh, Lavender, you see your your missiles, your your crystalline missiles, immediately batter these surprise uh, antagonists surrounding Mary, um, and manage to do a significant amount of damage, but they are still standing. Totally. <laughs> 
That's your action. And then... Technically, you would have had to move, like, five feet that way to see them, but... Can I... Can I take just, like, a cantrip and hold it as a bonus? Uh, unfortunately, it has to be a bonus action spell or cantrip to hold. Right. Um, so, yeah, if you use your action to cast a spell, you cannot use it again to cast cantrip. Okay, so for my... Um... I think that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, do you want to move anywhere further than that? I had you move up like 10 feet just to see them. But you're here currently. I'm going to move back behind the thing. Behind this? Yeah. That's a good idea. Perfect. Uh, easy enough. That is going to end Lavender's turn. Take us to the shadowy figure. Done, done, done. Let's see. It's advantage on attack against Mary, and it's going to take it. Uh, Lee, are you back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so 23 to hit. Yep. It's actually a crazy high roll for this creature. It shouldn't have that high of a roll. Uh, that was very good. Uh, that is seven points of necrotic damage. Okay. And you feel your strength drained by it. Your strength score is reduced by three. Ooh, fuck. What is your strength score total? Uh... Sorry, 16. So it's now 13. Oh. Okay, so it's a minus two. To, yeah. Like, I had a plus three, and now I only have... You'd have a plus one. Yeah. I see what you said when you said minus two. Sorry. To my it's acrobatics two to what you stuff. Just yeah. your athletics. Acrobatics is still dexterity. Oh, sorry, yeah, athletics. So it actually doesn't affect you too greatly, because you use dex for most of your stuff. But... Don't get near that chain devil. <laughs> uh, yeah, that could, that could be tough. <laughs> but that is its one and only action, and it's just going to stay there. Okay. And we'll take us to Alana. Okay, I'm still at the stairs, aren't I? You're way back here still. Okay. Uh, first thing first, I'm going to rage. Okay, bonus action. You're going to a rage. Okay, um, and then um, since I can't really attack anyone how you actually are about 30 feet from this guy are we avoiding 15, 20, oh, i mean someone sorry. needs to take him out okay you're 35 feet from him okay um i'll i'll go up to him and i'll try and attack him then uh so you can get right up on him okay is he uh, staying uh yeah okay like how yeah. many squares is he taking up let me double check actually because that might change. Nope, sorry. Feet. He is just a medium feed. Okay. Uh, 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Okay. First attack. 22 damage. 22. Um, yep. Okay. And second attack, oh, 30 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Go, there you go. Wow. Awesome. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. 
I should have used this on you, but I didn't. I forgot. And, That's on me. Uh, 26 damage. Okay. So a total of 48 points for the round. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as Allie rushes forward, charging in, raging, and seeing a devil standing there, taking out her rage on this chain devil surrounded in these dark, rusty-looking chains. That is going to be your action, movement, and bonus. So I think that's the end of your turn. Okay. Takes us to Valentine. Uh, Dupecat is still not in sight. Uh, he is. Oh, he is? Where is yep. he at? He is up here. Okay, he great. Shadow teleported, but you can still see him. Uh, I'm going to cast a fireball at him. Okay. And I only have threes left, so I'll make it a level three. Well, it's all, it is a level three. Uh, Dex 18. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Not great. Uh, probably a fail. Tight. Uh, yeah. Uh, seven. Sick. Okay, let me roll some Bs. 8d6. Glad I got new dice. These ones, these ones. Two, four. Okay. Come on, dice gods. Pretty decent dice gods. 12. Uh, 14, sorry. 14, 16, 18. (laughs) 19, 22, 27. 27, okay. Uh, You see as your fireball careens forward, you lose sound of its explosion as it crosses into your silent spell. And you just see this wave of fire overtake the Dukatha and parts of this, like uh, you see a, a tapestry that's hanging on the back wall just suddenly begin to burn up in flame. Um, However, as the flame subsides, you see around the Dukatha the Ward of the Fae kind of glowing and absorbing some of the heat, seemingly resistant to said fire. Um, and then let me just check one thing. <coughs> uh, let me just check this. Where is that fucking thing? Uh, how close can I... Oh, I'd have to move past that fucking guy. That's too scary. Um, okay, I think I'm going to move to the back right. Yeah, sorry. So I'll move... Um, actually, I'll move southwest. Yeah. Like how far? Uh, like full move there. And um, I'll telepathically call Fern like bonus action to call for and tell him to get here start hustling okay so as i said he can't fly so just his walk speed i think it's i think it's just 60 or probably sorry not 60 it's probably only 40 40 yeah 40 uh so 5 10 15 20 25 30 he can get he can get like just to the onto the stairs here perfect but he's in the room and he can then fly now that he's inside uh, okay, that'll end your turn. Yep. Takes us to the old spine devil surrounding Mary. Uh, let's see here. 
Oh, that was not the spine devil who rolled that initiative. It was the other dude. No, it was the other guy. Cool. Or two of Okay, so one of them is going to fly away from you. Do I want to attack of opportunity this guy? I think I will. Yeah, why not? You're going to use it? Yeah. Okay. That's a d10. That's not going to help you hit it. That's uh, a 21. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, 16 points of damage. Uh, 16 on that guy. One of that is psychic. I don't know if that matters for any of this fight. Uh, does not for this. Okay. Uh, but he looks pretty hurt as he flies away from you. Uh, but he continues to fly and throw two tail spines as he flicks his tail out towards Valentine. Just swatted him as he's trying to run away. Uh, an 18? Nope. And a 19? Uh, 19 is my AC. Okay. I can't. I can't use shields when you like tell me, right? Like trying to get that. I right. mean, we're we're kind of in in this loosey goosey area. Um, I mean, I'll save it for something spookier. I mean, you can use it if you want to use it. This I asked. I, I gave you a specific number. I don't know. I didn't give you the opportunity to even say. I'm cool. It's too late. And this guy doesn't scare me as much as other people here scare me. So Legitimately, not the end of the world. You take uh, six points of piercing damage and two points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, I need you to make constitution saving throw, though. You said six points and two points? Yeah, so eight total. Okay. Con save DC 10. Okay. At advantage for your uh, forecaster feat. This is just concentration concentration. on on your silence. 19. Uh, success. Then the other two are going to attack Mary at advantage with a bite and a fork. Bite attack. Oh, wow. Uh, nine, uh, 20 to hit. Yeah. And a... Wow. Look at these guys. 20 these guys are real heroes. Oh, this guy I don't like hit. them. No, that really shouldn't have hit. You should have avoided that so easily. Shitheads. Uh, you get stabbed for seven points as he fights you, and he pierces you with a pitchfork for five more points. Wow, that guy rolled really well. Good for Fuck you. these little assholes. Let's crash. Uh, the second one hits for a seventeen. Nope. And a oh, wow, twenty-one. Oh my god! Look at these guys go. Respect. These guys go. You get two points of piercing damage on that one. I really didn't expect them to do shit. Good right. for you. <laughs> uh, that'll end their turn and take us to Hondo. Uh, how f- is the Dukata very high up? The Dukata is on the ground up there, but at the start of your turn, uh, the Chain Devil looks in your direction. Uh, no, you know what? I take that back. He looks in your direction and you just look at him and he looks like a Chain Devil. Nothing happens. Continue your turn. Uh, so is he like like would I be able to throw a dagger at him? At the Dukata? Yeah. Yeah, you are uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 feet away from him. Okay, I'll throw a whisper at him. Okay. And teleport with it. Make an attack roll. Right. Whisper might be cooler now, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I should send you the thing. 
Give me two seconds. You need to send. Buddy. Uh, not your greatest roll, though. <laughs> uh, I think it's that's that's like a let's see, what is it? fourteen total, unless it go unless that ad- adder that addition goes up with the new uh, level. <laughs> uh, it does go up a little bit, but not enough to save you here. Dang it. Um. So yeah, Whisper unfortunately misses and clatters, not connecting properly even with the back of the wall, clatters behind the Dukkoth as he just shifts out of the way. Um, Do I teleport with it? No, but what happens is um, as it's now connected to you, you feel it turn back to shadow and reform in your hand. Fuck yeah. No action required. I Damn. Saying, oh. I was scared too. <laughs> um, hmm. Can I throw it again with my bonus? Typically with a bonus, it's a melee hit. So you could get up on him. You can move 20 feet and just move up and, and stab him. But oh, like not, not a throw. So if you want to move up into his face, absolutely. I'll do it. a boy. I think that gets you sneak too. Whisper, you throw, he dodges, it reappears in your hand. You rush forward, taking the stairs quickly, diving up and over, make your attack roll. You do not get advantage, but it's just a straight roll. That'll fucking hit, though. 19 on the dice. Uh, You can also, if you want, after this turn, uh, Whisper is exalted now. You can add in your inventory and your equipment. If you just search Whisper, there's an exalted form, um, and it's a plus three uh, as opposed to a plus two. Wow. So roll damage for 5d6, 3d4. Kev, this could be a point. You could use that thing you've never used before, psychic, whatever it is. He's using his bonus action already to attack. Never mind, Kevin. You can't use it, but one day you will. So you said, sorry, 5d6. 5d6 for your sneak attack, uh, 3d4 for the dagger and psychic damage. Mm hmm. This is not doubled, uh, just a regular old strike. And plus seven, I guess. And then it'll be plus eight for this, as it's now a plus three. So that's uh, 35. 35 points of damage. Oh boy. Uh, So normally I would have been able to do a psychic thing, though? uh, As your bonus action, you could use your psychic blaze to inflict an additional 2d6 psychic damage on top of that. Um, But it uses one of your bardic inspiration dice. Uh, and uses your bonus action, so you can only really attack twice, but you can add this extra damage to it if you do hit. Okay. So keep that in mind for future hits, but this one, as you manage to get up onto the crow and you manage to pierce through, um, you see him react and fear again in in your face. Um, He looks to you, looks around the space and says, not like this, no. That is going to end your turn, unless you want to move an additional 10 feet anywhere. I'll move back 10 feet. <laughs> uh, he will... Nope, yeah, yeah. He'll take a, uh, an attack of opportunity? Possibly. You risking it? Do you have Sentinel? If you stay on him, if he tries to I move... I do have Sentinel. All right, I'll stay. Okay. Ready. Hondo stays. Uh, that takes us to Gord and the undead Varak. Morak, my guy. 
So, can I see the guys flying around still? Uh, so no one is currently flying. You can see the chain devil in the middle here, two spine devils and a shadow, and up here you can see the Dukatha. Uh, okay, I'm gonna point up at uh, the three guys on that tower, the black one. Yeah, over like where Mary is? Yeah, there. Okay. Um, and fuck, where is it? Bear with me, hold on. That's good. Um, and around them, I'm going to cast Wall of Fire. Okay. Oh, me! <laughs> yeah, are you going to go like through the space here or like to close this off? Uh, to close it off. So not to hit these creatures in here, but to like block around here? Or to uh, go through and hit these creatures and block here? Yeah, hit them and block it. You got it. Uh, then I think it's a dexterity save, correct? Yep. Okay, Mary and these two creatures and the shadow um, have to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. R.I.P. Mary. Yeah, I didn't roll well. Rest in power. I only rolled a 10. That's going to be a fail for you. Yeah. Wow, that spells crazy, Brock. Shadow also fails. The devils are immune to fire and seem not to react to the wall. So roll damage. Five D eight. Yep. Oh my god. Suck it, Mary. Twenty one. Twenty one points of fire damage. Uh, this is reduced by two nine for. Wait, what side of the wall is she on? Uh, she's on the. She's in line with these creatures. Like this is spine devil. This is Mary. This is spine devil. Uh, so to hit all of them, it hits her too. She'll live. Below fifty, but yes. You live. Uh, the shade also is resistant to fire. God damn it! You did more damage than you <laughs> did anything else. But it looked uh, dope. It did. And Gord is now concentrating on wall of fire. Um, do you want to move anywhere or stay there? No, I'll stay there. Do you want to move your mind flayer uh, zombie anywhere? Yeah, I got him to attack that guy in front of me. This guy? Yeah. That's actually a good way Five, to get 10, movie, 15, yeah. 20. You can't quite get advantage, but you can strike with him. Oh, I love it. Cute little mind flare zombie. Uh, yeah, so I don't... Uh, if you have zombie somewhere, or if you just Google zombie slam attack, I can pull it up here. Googling mind flare zombie for some fan art. Let's see what we got. Uh... Zombie. So roll a d20 and add three. Ooh, that's spooky looking. Uh, 15. A 15 against the chain devil is a fa- a miss, unfortunately. He, he makes his way towards and makes a strike, but does not quite make impact hard enough to, to pierce through the chain devil. But he's now there, and Ali could shift over and get advantage as a result. Mmm. That and also, end. it might keep him busy, so if he's going to grapple anything, it might be a zombie. Exactly. They'll end. Uh, Gorcher, unless you're, you're sure you're going to stay there? You're not going to move? Yeah. 
Okay. And score its turn and takes us to the crow. And I'm going to pause for a second so I can cough my face off. I can't find music that, like, specifically suits this situation. I'll send one after I send this zombie mind flare that I really adore. It's a lot of, like, Viking stuff, but it all sounds really depressing. I'm trying to find something that sounds Okay. Epic. Hondo, with the Dukatha in your face, he turns to you and says... Maybe there is another way out of this. And you see his eyes turn to red and black. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Another guy fucking with your brain. Okay. Uh, Oh, okay. Give me a total. Wisdom save. Wisdom save is two. So 17. 17 is a fail. Is that save or your your thing? That's save plus two. Gee. Um, I wonder if okay. I can bardic that. I think it's too late, and I can't even see you. Yeah, you're you're too far. You do, you don't have enough to make that happen, unfortunately. And can you even do that as a reaction? Uh, so. Yeah, we. I'll tell you later. I'll I'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regardless, Hondo, you feel the hypnotic gaze of the crow lull you into a little bit of sleep and you become incapacitated um, and just kind of dazed. Uh, similar in, in the stun effect of the uh, Mind Flayer, in fact. Um, but all around you, you just see shadows grow tall and almost as if every shadow becomes a familiar face someone in your life who you've wronged or killed in your case there are many and they are frightening and you are uh incapacitated by the fear of it all your speed drops to zero and as said you're incapacitated so you can't take actions or reactions and the crow had to use his action for that and is going to move probably couldn't take that she was dying of laughter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just picture one of the shadows like standing there and it's the guy that Honda ripped his face off and he's just going blah, blah. Yeah, that's right. It's a lot of those guys. Yes. Yep. And he disappears. No. That'll end his turn. Take us to the Chain Devil. Chain Devil now has Allie and a Mind Flare on and he's going to take one attack against both. What's so zombie against- health like? Oh my gosh. Uh, zombie health, yeah, Gord, if you want to write down zombie health, it's 22. Come on, I think zombie. when you do it, it's plus your charisma modifier um, as well as that, so 27. Uh, against Allie. Do I get advantage? Uh, he's trying to hit you, so uh, nothing on this just yet, but that is going to hit with a what is that? 25. Yeah. It'll definitely hit. Um, you take 10 points of slashing damage reduced to 5. Okay. And you are grappled by the chain okay. against the uh, Mind Flayer zombie. It is a 22 and he takes uh, 
12 points of slashing damage and is also grappled. So he has both of them grappled by the chains. And it's just going to end his turn grappling them. Hondo, you are essentially incapacitated. Uh, okay, that ends the Chain Devil's turn. <clears throat> and... <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, Mary, you're up. Okay, I'm on fire. You are currently in a wall of fire. Can so I move? on the top of your turn, you have to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I thought it was at the end of its turn. I think it's when you start your turn within. It says... When the wall appears, and then it's, I'm just reading Brock's thing, and then it says, deals 5d8 fire damage to each creature that ends its turn within 10 feet or on that side or inside the wall. And it takes that damage and it enters the wall for the first time or ends its turn there. It says the other side of the wall deals no damage. That's correct. So, so I don't know so, which side is which, but I, mean, I also wouldn't know the which The fire side, side is. is the side you guys are in, and mm-hmm. the outer side is not fire. I'm going to move. Okay. You move directly out, like just straight this way? Just, yeah, panic. Fuck. Yep. Both of the spine devils are going to take attacks of opportunity. I will. Oh, fuck. I should have disengaged. Uh, wow. Look at these guys go. Natural Seriously, I should have fucking disengaged. God damn it. I'm so impressed with these little spine devils. I hate them. 21 to hit on the first. Oh, and only a six on the second. Uh, so the first one is going to deal, sorry, uh, I guess it would be a fork attack, uh, five points of piercing damage, and you can continue as you were. Okay, well now I'm going to second win. Okay, oh, good call. Win. Yeah, I guess that's, well, maybe that's a good reason I didn't disengage. Yeah, true. I rolled an 8 on that, so that's pretty good. Go. Uh, it's 18 hit points back. I'm above 60. Um, oh, shit. Do I hold something again? Okay. Um, oh, this is probably a stupid idea. I'm going to... Can I take a few steps north? Mm-hmm. You've used 10 feet of movement, so 20 feet. And maybe like one more to the right. I just want to still stay out of that chain devil's reach. You are just outside of it right now, yep. Okay. I'm going to hold an attack, or two attacks, two arrows. One of those is one of the explosive arrows. You're going to hold uh, your attacks until... Until I see the Duke Kafa. Okay. Uh, you hold your attack and end your turn. That takes us to Lavender. Oh! <laughs> Where are you? Oh, you're right up. You're right over there. I'm like kind of hidden. So I'm gonna come out from being hidden. Um, it's so hard because you don't want to like hit anyone else. I know. At a Fifth level, Ooh. I'm gonna magic missile the Duke Cotha. He is not, not visible. Oh. 
You see the chain devil in the middle of the room grappling Ali and a undead mind flayer. You cannot see any of these creatures as they are currently behind and through this opaque wall of flame. Uh, however, you could just make out this uh, spine devil here, but currently the only one that you really have good sight on is the chain devil. I'm definitely very good. Chain devil does have Ali like grappled, so. Pardon? Chain devil has Ali grappled. Yeah, I'm definitely concerned about that. So I'm going to go third level magic missile into that guy. Okay. Uh, no save or anything, no rolls, so just roll damage. At third level, it should be 5d4. 5d4, I got five. Ooh, that was amazing. Ooh, that was really good. So, Almost max damage. Yeah. So I had three times three, so we had nine there, plus eight, so 17. Ooh, wow. Plus one, I guess 18. Each one does Each one. Each one is plus one. Eight, so it 10, should be plus five total. 20, 21, 22. Great. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you see all of the, the five darts come flying up and just kind of careen back down, straight down into the top of the head and shoulders of this creature. Uh, and you can see he is definitely starting to look very quickly uh, in a lot of pain. I want to make sure that all those missiles were very dispersed along his body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as much as they they, they can be uh, without hitting any of your allies, they definitely are. Cool. Okay, that's your action. Um, I think that's like all. I think I'm just feet. gonna move back a little bit, back <laughs> behind there. <laughs> yep. Just, such a lavender move. <laughs> just Bye. poke out, attack, yeah. back. That's there literally all I do. <laughs> all right. We need that. Ends Lavender and takes us to uh, the Shadow. Um, shadow uh, is going to move. Um, just going to follow Mary, I guess. Yeah, may as well. If you can move through the fire unimpeded. Then it is going to make an attack against Mary. Cool. Cool. Wow. Natural 20. Oh, come on. This is not Mary's night. No, it's really bad. You take uh, 18 points of necrotic damage. Mm -hmm. And your strength score is reduced by two. Cool, so now I have a plus nothing to any strength things. That is correct. Great. What did he do to you there? Uh, he just reaches out strength. with this kind of shadowy claw and pierces through Mary, not so much like a scratch, mm-hmm. just like jabs his arm within and draws, saps out some of her strength uh, and life force. Don't like that. That is gonna end its turn and take us to Allie. Allie, you are currently grappled and restrained by the chain devil held within these uh, these chains. And at the top of your turn, you take, uh, let me just double check. You take five reduced to two points of piercing damage. Okay. But you can continue your turn. You are restrained. Um, let me just see if that has any effect on your stuff. Your speed is zero. Attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attacks have disadvantage. So then, 
If do I? Oh no, I don't have advantage anymore, right? Because say, would it just become like neutral? So if you reckless attack, you can get a straight roll. If you okay. attack regularly, you have disadvantage. Okay. Does uh, the mind flare help her there? Unfortunately, because they're both restrained now, no, she can't okay. move to like see how he's at like this corner. She'd have to be at this corner. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll attack with disadvantage then. That's okay. A okay, straight roll or uh, yeah, straight attack at disadvantage. Okay. Oh, they're both okay. Uh, 22 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Okay. Ooh, this one was good. 22 damage. Ooh, wow. Even restrained. And as the chains are grappling you and surrounding the mind flare behind, you just pull with one hand free, just swing your hammer, uppercut, and clock the lower jaw of this chain devil its head just explodes into a series of chains and all the chains fall away nice you are no longer restrained nor is the mind flare and the chain devil is destroyed fuck yeah awesome i still have one attack left you have one attack and all your move can you get Uh, to me actually wait don't get close to that guy he'll take your strength away and you need it you can see this shadow (laughs) yeah Uh, as of now, you can't see this guy, just the way this like pillar is blocking, and this is a huge wall of fire that you can't see them. So really, the only one you can see is that shadow. Okay. Uh, you said he zaps strength? Yeah. If he I hits you. she doesn't know that. I know. Okay. She I don't know. see me get all, like, Herculesified. You need no, help. Well, she's in the middle of fighting a chain devil. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't... Yeah, she wouldn't know, so I'll uh, I'll go attack him. You can get up on him and get advantage. Sick. Just murder him. Just yes. just I'm go natural twenty <laughs> with advantage. Uh oh. Uh yeah, thirty to hit. Yeah, definitely hits. <laughs> yeah, uh, is that with advantage? Thirty. Yeah, that was with advantage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. I don't know if I've ever rolled a thirty. Nope. Oh. Max damage. Uh, almost. Bless. Thanks. 24 damage. Nice. As you see this shade just reaching within Mary, you again take your hammer and just sweep wide through its midsection and just dissipates. Fuck yeah. That's two for Brawly. Yay. Uh, that's your action movement. Uh, do you have anything you want to do for a bonus? Uh, You're already raging? Yeah, I think I'm okay right now. And that'll end your turn. Take us to Valentine. So I can't see Uncle, Uncle Dearest. Uncle has disappeared. The Mind Flayer is now on your side. You do have this Spine Devil right here and a wall of fire cutting off these guys here. I want to... Um, how low is the ceiling in here? Uh, if I glance up. You'd wager about 30, 40 feet, maybe? Probably closer to 30. Is it like an actual like cave ceiling? Like, would it vary, or is it flat? Uh, it is a little bit. In some areas, as you look up, you see where the pillars are standing. Uh, the pillars are connected to like these large brass and copper plates uh, that are connected into the ceiling and kind of bolted there. Uh, however, they are not complete across the ceiling. Um, and you can see there is some just exposed jagged rock. So it does vary a little bit. 
I will jump on Fern. Run to Fern. Jump on. So we'll have Fern come down. Five, ten. You come over. Five, ten to get on him. So 20 feet burned total. Fly up on Fern. Half speed to mount. Yeah. So half speed of his total fly of 40. Or 80, sorry. Yes. So 20 feet for all you do it together. Half of that of your 60 remaining is 30. So you have 30 feet left. Perfect. I'll go 30 feet in the air. Okay. I'll, I'll go forward a bit more. I assume like the... I'm going to try and balance you on this. Uh, Almost towards the center of the room. Oh, yeah. Good call. You can just keep him there if you want. Oh, yay. Imagine he's a bit more to the right. And that's yeah, where he yeah. is. I just want to have you up on the ceiling. I will prep um, an Eldritch Blast for Uncle. Okay. And I will shout, um, show yourself, Lucius. Hmm, I like it. Make a persuasion or an intimidation check. Yeah. Is this a disadvantage? Charisma check? It is, yeah. That's Thank all you good. for remembering. Oh, that's what your thing was? That is the worst for you. Natural 20? No. Oh. But 13 plus a lot. I'm good at this. Intimidation. Oh, just 10. So 23. Okay. Just 10. That's pretty good, you know. It's pretty good. Uh, that is going to be your action held and yep. uh, movement and all that jazz. It's going to end your turn. Take us to the spine devils. Do do I have a bonus action there? Did I use anything for that? Maybe to tell fern. I think it was part of the mount fern thing, but maybe not. It's up to you. I was just going to healing word and Mary. It's whatever you want. No, that's okay. I think I think it's just half your move to mount, not okay. a bonus. So then I will. That. Level two healing word, Mary. Okay. 2d4 plus five. Three and a one plus five, so nine. Hey, I'm above 50 again. Thank Mary you. heals for nine. Uh, okay. These spine devils all just rise up and begin firing off tail spines. Uh, two at Valentine, two at Alley, and... Uh, can I hit Honda from here? Spine Devil. I'm going to shield. Just okay. straight up. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, this guy's going to fly over here. So two at Hondo, two at Alley, two at Scott, two at Valentine. Uh, so Valentine first. Here we go. Um, a 21. Two Val? Yep. Uh, miss with shield up. And a seven on the second, so both miss. Do it, Allie. Oh, that was horrible. Uh, a 17 on the first. Yep. And a nine on the second, so the first one does manage to break through. Okay. You suffer uh, six points of damage, reduced to three. Okay. Two against Hondo. Uh, oh, Jesus, that's horrible. A six and a 14. What's your AC, Kev? Oh, neither will hit. That yeah. AC's 18. I didn't think so. Uh, so they just fire tail spines off. Nothing seems to connect. That's going to end their turn and take us to Hondo's turn. Uh, well, you said, am I uh, incapacitated? That's mm. correct. Thank you. Jesus, I'm forgetting everything. Sorry, I would have inspired you. Shit. Um, if the... So actually, I had advantage on that strike, so I'm going to try again. Uh, oh, this one actually does hit with a 22. 
So Hondo, you are going to suffer, uh, let's see, five points of piercing and one point of fire for a total of six points of damage. Okay. And as you take damage, you can attempt to make a wisdom saving throw again. Yeah. All right. This might work out. Nope. Oh, that's oh, gonna me. be a no, man. So unfortunately, uh, the the damage you suffer as one of the tail spines pierces your gut. Uh, you do not break free of the hypnosis, and unfortunately, ends your turn. Still hypnotized. No that save takes, at the end, eh? No Shit. save at the end. Uh, that takes us to Gord and Varak. Um. I'm going to cast Invested... Oh, wait. Never mind. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Yeah, you have found that the Spine Devils are seemingly immune to fire. Mm. You do not see the crow, but you do see three of the Spine Devils. Uh, I'll do um, Steel Wind Strike at them. My favorite move. Okay. Um... I'm going to say you have to move a little closer to get all of them within range and then make three melee attacks. That D20? Yeah, D20 plus your spell attack modifier. Oh shit, that's a natural 20. Hey! I'm not even going to have your old damage on that guy. He's dead. (laughs) He's done. Actually, I'm pretty sure if you hit, you don't don't have to roll damage. Don't worry about it. It's like 60, 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're gone, but you got to roll two more. You will definitely hit them both, but roll them anyways. Uh, 60, 10? Holy shit. 13 and one... Oh, wait. Sorry. One is... 16 and one is 15. Both of those hit. So, uh, Gord, you rush forward with your chains held aloft and spinning as a uh, a whirling dervish of death and flame, you eliminate all of the remaining spine. That is the coolest spell. It's one of my favorite spells. It has worked every time. (laughs) It's so good. It's such a cool spell. Uh, But yeah. Gord, you end your turn, uh, and the devils are gone, but the Dukatha has yet to show his face. This fucking guy. Uh, do you command Varak to do anything? Um, I guess just stand on guard until the other guy reappears. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, he does, in fact, reappear. Over here. Arrow. Arrow, Arrow and um, like blast? Eldritch Blast. Do we go first on him? Uh, let's see. Mary. Yeah, there's no reason not to... Hmm. Because you weren't sure where he was going to come up, let's do perception checks. No, wait. Your, your passive perceptions. What are your passive perceptions? 23. Only 16. It's not really stealth. Let's level up so I can make that better. <laughs> no, you know what? He appears. You guys see him. Oh, roll. Go for it. Go for it. First, for me, I'm just gonna say before I roll, the first one is the explosive arrow. Yep. Okay. Okay, that's good. 
a 26. Uh, that'll hit. Uh, so roll an additional 3d6, and I roll a dex save against it. Um, that is a fail. But tell me, tell me the fire damage separately. Okay. I figured. I more did this because I shot this one of these at Sal's dad. No, mm. it to be. Oh, I rolled great. It's gonna get halved. <laughs> Roll two fives and a four. Mm. So it's fourteen damage of fire. Yeah, reduced. Yeah. Oh no, my D eight went flying. I rolled a six on that. So, 13 points. Okay. Uh, he uses reaction to teleport. Do I get a hit before he does that? So, you can still take your shots at disadvantage. How would that work for my second arrow? Your second arrow is going to auto-miss because it's going to be part of your same attack. Yep. But, Valentine, your three shots at disadvantage. Two probably miss right away. One was 17 and one was two. Or, sorry, uh, like 10, 12 but I got a 26, so let me just re-roll that. Ooh, and it's 15, so 25, so that'll hit. So wait, the other two, that's only one, technically. So I rolled three right away. Yeah. And then, yeah, so just one hits. But... No, because you still only rolled... Wait, you rolled 17, 12 totals already? Yeah, I rolled... Yeah, exactly. Like, I rolled one was 17, one was 12, yeah. And then the other one was 16 plus 10. Uh, that'll hit. Mary, what was the total damage of yours? Uh, no, I don't remember. And I moved my dice. Uh, of okay. the, Watch the replay. I, when I'm done, I like put them to the side. I think I rolled a six. You rolled seven. It was seven fire and then total on the arrow. I think it was a six, which would make it 13. That sounds right. Yeah, something around there. I knew it rolled okay. Okay, he looks rough. Oh. Valentine? 11. 11 points as two shots scatter across the the ground as you see his whole form turn to shadow only a small portion of his body is is poking out and you can see him beginning to prepare a spell as you hone one last elders blast in his direction valentine how do you want to finish off the dub katha oh it's got to be you no yeah I'll look at him. The first two will miss. I'll say, for Oberon, for Sylvanas. And then I'll look at him, and I'll be like, for Heartbreaker. Ooh. I'll like, launch the last one at him. Just got chills. So the good. final Eldritch Blast, you feel push forth through Lightbringer and through yourself and through this somewhat waning connection to the Feywild but you can feel it's charged with the radiance of the Summer Queen, and it co- it connects with him and sends him careening, kind of spinning on his back foot, and where it connects in the upper shoulder, you see uh, a scorch mark across the ward of the Fae, though it is more or less untouched, but you watch as the shadowy cloak around begins to kind of flake away, and he looks down at his hand, and you see it begins to turn mottled and gray and the skin of his face as the hood falls away turns from its burned state to an almost ashen as he looks up at you quietly under his breath 
always family. And he crumples, falls. The ward, the ring clatters to the ground. The warden of the Fae, the leathers, fall as the body itself is turned to ash Oof. and scattered. And that's where we'll pick up next week. Nice! Oh, <laughs> that was so good. Good fight. Guys, we gotta get the fuck out of here, though. <laughs> yeah. No, we need to investigate those potions. Yeah, okay, you do that, and then we gotta get the fuck out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next time as the Wildcards finally celebrate the Doob Katha's defeat. Now they just need to get home in one piece. There will be a new episode up every Tuesday, so stay tuned. But until then, keep exploring.